0: back to Agendas Only, the most unbiasedly biased, unbiased podcast, giving you the best sports takes of the week in sport and life and other things. Today on the podcast, we have a cricket roundup in the T20 series win for the Aussies, some Premier League and European football news, NRL trial standouts, the Super Bowl recap, NBA roundup and player awards, and a petition that you can sign to get behind us for the podcast future. I'm your host, Luca, Alex Ardi. Well, well, back for another week great to be here All right. it's always good to be here It's going to be a great afternoon we've got some great sports takes coming at you I want to start boys the summer's not over I don't want it to be over uni's coming back so maybe maybe it's starting to feel like it could be over but we the summer crickets still on with T20 series we' picked up a win against Sri Lanka
1: yes I watched every game every ball of this series, I, I think. I
2: actually did watch a couple overs once because yeah. our punters Club had a bet on them. Yeah. Uh, so I watched what? the first five overs Why did we Finch keep betting on Aaron Finch? Does anyone yeah. know I That's don't your know what's stat on of his last like ten innings. He's got like one or two scores over thirty. Yeah. yeah. Does your yeah. punters club watch cricket? No. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Betting on sport you don't watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I really watched much of it. I do no disrespect once the test is over, cricket season is sort of yeah. over.
0: No, I, w- I just want to give a shout out. I think two players have performed really, really well this series. Now, Mitch Stark actually is, is, is the one who hasn't performed too well, and we'll get to him in a second, but I think Glenn Maxwell the other night, again, exceptional. He's one of the best T20 players in the world, and he shows no sign of slowing down. What he can do with the bat is insane. The amount of shots
2: in his arsenal. He's just got a... Be able to nail it consistently. Yeah, over his career, he's been, like, don't get me wrong, been so, so good and such a... He'll, like, retire as one of our most successful white ball players. But is he still not lived up to his potential? I would argue yes. Because I think he should have been a long-term test mm. player. I agree. He's got the talent set. Well, after that
0: India tour, I thought everything started clicking. I don't understand why he got dropped after that tour. It never really got sort of fully was displayed. it for? Was it Marsh? Yeah, I think it was Sean Marsh. Well, I think those were yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Back in the Trevor Horns times, <laughs> it got really, really bad. If, speaking of, uh, of players who I think can live up to their potential, Josh Inglis has shown really, really good signs in this series. And this podcast, I mean, big Inglis fans...
1: Yeah, he's been phenomenal in shield cricket.
0: Hopefully like, like that's leading the up to the end this. of
2: Carey in all
0: formats. I
2: mean, he, English just looks like
0: the guy. He's yeah. an excellent square of the wicket. You know, he's good against the short ball. He turns over the strike. He reminds me a lot of Michael Hussey in, in T20 ter- turning over really, really quickly. You know, and he keeps so well. It's absurd that there were four better
1: keepers than Alex Carey coming into the Ashes. And we still went with Carey. But incumbent's important, Arthur. <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to
0: go through the order. You've got to go through the list. Being in the incumbent's important. You know, speaking of shield cricket as well and, and p- players who were incumbent and hopefully maybe they make it back in the side, Will Pukowski. Oh, oh
1: yeah, it's, it's
0: so guy. Really, really sad. I think he's going to retire. At least Is the... that it? Yeah, you reckon? Well, maybe
2: he comes back later, but he's got to have a couple of years off, doesn't he? None of us are doctors. If his no. doctors telling me he's oh, fine. He's fine. But... I'm not pretending to know yeah. anything about concussions at all. But he's clearly the way he got it wasn't. He what do mm. you want know It was it kicked a volleyball yeah. into his head. Like that. Yeah. If you're getting concussed, doing that something's bad. I mean, it, I think it just
0: shows that you're more susceptible to any sort yeah. of trauma at that point. He looks great though. Did you see the highlights yeah, of this Yeah, he first? looks it's really like nice. He just, really composed. Like, Front foot driving. He's just yeah. so, like, he's so Shame. classical. Reminds me of Mark Waugh quite a lot, Shane's
2: like, not saying it's over, but if it is, what he could have been, Yeah. Like,
0: do you think it could become a mental thing now with some of some no, of his injuries where he's thinking about it a little bit? Do you think sides are going to... Uh, obviously not in shield yeah. cricket, but are sides going to employ that yeah. short yeah. ball? So even in shield
1: cricket. Even in yeah. club cricket. He comes to... a plays a game of first grade. Like, they're all just going to bounce him every day. Yeah. Like, all day, every day. That's all they're going to do. But his doctors... The reason he kept coming back his doctors said that he was making 100% full recoveries from
2: every concussion,
1: well, so... That continues, and the doctors have confidence. I only heard
2: this the other day, and I don't know the truth of it. Apparently, most of these concussions haven't even been from cricket balls. Like, there's been a couple of them, but it's been like playing AFL as a kid, um, like this volleyball thing, or falling over, or something like that. Right, You're just that, naturally, susceptible like to them. That, well, I guess, unlucky at first, and of course, they reckon it gets easier as you go on. The more you have, like I, again, I don't know the truth of that. I'm not pretending to be a doctor, but right. and then all of a sudden, then it's going to be easier if he gets hit by a cricket ball. Whereas if someone else gets hit by a cricket ball they get away with it. I don't know, but... You do watch boxers
1: and UFC fighters. They could go their first, you know, 20 fights, never get knocked out, take 100 blows to the head. Mm. But once that first knockout comes, it's so much easier for yeah. it, the next one to come and the one after. Yeah. They could go, you know, 100 hits to the head without getting knocked out. Then after that first one, every second hit to the head's a knockout. It's been a week for we could go. It's actually it's Steve, Steve Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah.
2: Tell you what, it seems wrong they didn't just, like, say not a six because that was so good. I don't know, what to say. He's good, he's such a good fielder.
0: On the outfield, our oh, ending infield too, but... I'm just hoping, I don't know, I, I, a little bit of me thought, could this be a reverse, like, Jofra-Archer moment, where Smudge goes back to how he was batting before Jofra? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, I mean, he's been so bad recently that, you know, you don't wish injury on anyone, but hey, if he could go back to S- Smudge before he got hit by Archer by getting hit again, like, is that a natural way? No, again, no doctors theory. on this spot. But, no, <laughs> we're trying to think could It makes the logical universe? sense I it can't does. see how that
2: would not Like I can't see how that wouldn't work Absolutely This a very very conspiracy theorist Which we are proud
0: to admit that we are 100% I think he's going to be right for the Pakistan tour though Yeah definitely Which yeah. is coming up Like I think Very soon First test 4th of March Michael Nisa yeah. The notable name is not going to be on that plane, Hardy. Shed a tear really, More than really one sad. tear Yeah
1: Pulled my eyes out Cried all night At least Mark's there but yeah, Steckers did replace him, which is pretty hot. We do love, we're a pro. You hate Mark Steckers? No, I, I like Mark Steckers. No, ugly I, 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 I like Mark Steckers. What I would you have said is Mark Steckers going to play?
0: I hope so. I don't think he is. So I <laughs> would have taken another younger.
1: But Steckers is hot.
0: Like you gotta. You True. Know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, thinking about the value of the team in general. I, like, I Are mean, we. I think oh. if you aren't
2: aware that hot men make you perform better, you, you really have no license to speak. <laughs> I
1: just wonder what, if they're going to bring over um, Feckety as well was Tekity Feckety opening the bowling for Australia. I, I mean, it's you, you know what? They'd be would like <laughs> Brisbane Heat team from like four years ago. Yeah, Just take all the tactics from that and employ them in test. <laughs> Liddy batting 3, no other batsmen. Steadily,
0: What do you boys want to see out of the Pakistan tour? Um, uh, is there any selections? How many, games, how many games are there? We've got. I think it's three tests. Right, three? I'd I like to see a three nil, three nil, and all innings wins. If you're, if right. I'm being honest, I'd like pretty, to see Mitch Marsh. That's uh, no. selfish. I, I think Mitch Marsh would be really, really. I'm good sick in this of thing. Mitch
1: Marsh in my room. I'm pretty excited to see cricket in Pakistan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I haven't
1: seen it in well, Pakistan. Years. Super not, league. not what about I'm, team, it, like time. I know. So. Absolutely. Um, I don't think we can walk in and think that they're some minnow nation. Actually, I think it should be hard to play Especially them there. in Pakistan. Yeah. Um. I know last time they came out here, they weren't that great, but Pakistan and uh, Pakistan. But they were in all those games, though. Pitch. That's yeah. the thing. They were
0: in all those games. They almost won that day. They almost chased 400 yeah. in Brisbane, like, That's in that right. fourth inning. Yeah. So it was like, hey, they if they're on, and they're going to be happy to be at home and finally playing... If mm-hmm. have some home to world-class
1: conqueror. cricketers who would walk into... The English side that we've just... Put they walk on. into our yeah, team, but probably, I think Babar yeah. Azam would definitely walk Well, would
2: definitely walk into him. our team. Yeah. yeah. That bowler,
0: don't they? What's his name? Can't say it. They got
2: some bowler who went real well. He's Pakistani, eh? Hey? Yeah. I got... can't say his name, so I'm
0: not going to try. They've, but... got good, they've got a good quick attack, 100%. I think it'd be interesting to see how we all do. We deal with spin, you know, particularly our middle yeah. order. Travis Head struggled. We know about Cameroon um... struggles. You know, sometimes, like, Uzman, I think, will, will shore that up. Whether yeah. I think he's the owner the long term or not, I'm still not sure. Is
1: Yasir their spinner? The main one? Yeah, still. I think oh, oh, <laughs> I think he will.
0: Proud He's so good, Proud no, owner yeah. of a Test Hundred in yes, Australia. Yeah. Yasir Shah. He's, one of the more rare moments of summers.
1: He's genuinely one of the better leg spinners. Like he Broke all those records when he started like first to so many wickets and whatnot. Absolutely, so I
0: mean, he's gonna be a real danger. If it, if if their dust balls like I think it'll be, I think it'll be really really yeah. challenging for us, you know. And I and it'll be interesting to see if we lose a game or two, what the selectors will do. I think it, including Inglis in that squad, you could have flown over a backup keeper. Maybe they're already thinking, or we, at least we hope they're already thinking that Kerry could be replaced after maybe the first or second mm-hmm. test if it doesn't yeah. go well. Him keeping in Pakistan will be a real litmus test. Yeah you know especially with with the turn and all that sort of stuff i think to watch everyone talks about
1: like how important spin is going to be but pakistan teams of old in pakistan relied on their pace attack more than yeah. anything so our quick bowlers like i don't really like the idea of picking two spinners almost like, yeah okay unless you're really confident cam to
0: bowl a lot of overs absolutely
1: I, I think you need the quick bowlers along with
0: the I mean, I, I think if, if we start to get the ball to reverse in the way that they've gotten the ball to reverse yeah. when it when they last played at Pakistan, now I know the pitches aren't, aren't exactly the same, but Pakistan are very good around that 65-70 mark of getting the ball to move backwards. Also, there's, I don't know, it's a
2: coincidence or something, anyone notice there's been a lack of reverse swing since 2018 in international cricket? <laughs> I wonder <laughs> yeah. why that would have happened, a <laughs> Weird coincidence, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit strange. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one else ever did that. But yeah, no. no, 100%. Oh, that isn't
0: it. So, Faf definitely didn't get no. caught at the Adelaide Oval. Sachin never got caught. No, No, never. that never happened. <laughs> Speaking of Indians, actually, I want to end this off. How crazy is the IPL auction? I'm not a huge IPL fan. It's it's interesting spectacle. But to see that amount of money for six weeks of work is crazy in any yeah. sporting setting.
2: That's, I, again, I don't really follow it. But some of the, like, the Aussies, do you see one year heaps of Aussies go into the auction? Get it? Not many Aussies this year. Next year, year none. It's one of those Davies. T- and we won the T20 World Cup. Was yeah, it? that's the amazing part. That Davies got a bag. What did yeah. he get? He got, uh, he got one one a point. lot. No, it was like half of his last.
0: Yeah. Run. I. Play with I, Fat Cummins, he was. Um, yeah, 1.3, which is like a third. From, I think, 2.6 he had last oh, time. Yeah. Maxi was the most expensive Aussie. Yeah. He was 1.46. And Kayle Rahul was the most expensive overall. 2.26 million for six weeks of cricket. That's pretty fucked. That's, that's not, so good. That's over any it, yeah. year contract that you'll get. I, I I think the highest cricket contract by Cricket Australia right now is 1.2, 1.3 yeah. million for a year's work. So mm-hmm. the IBL, it's a lucrative business. Oh, but the poor people are only 1.2, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Really interesting in India where the wealth <laughs> disparity is <laughs> <laughs> you know, nice and close, so they can all afford that. But it should be an interesting cricket landscape. We'll be here to bring you all the best from Pakistan too and all that breakdown as well. Boys, here on Agendas Only we try and cover all sport all varieties of sport and one sport we haven't discussed a lot is is European football, soccer as a lot of people call it I don't want to get into that debate here but but it's been a really, really interesting time in Europe right now Champions League's hot, heating up coming towards the back end of the season I just just want to give Chelsea a special shout out for being world champion Klopp Mm. they went to... uh, some Saudi Arabia, uh, Arabian tournament. I think it was might have been in Abu Dhabi. Yes, and plug, money cup. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. they played the winners of the Brazilian league, the Asian league, and like you know the um I think it might have been like some Russian league. Maybe oh no no uh, the uh, American league as well, and it was some tournament on for Spectacle, but apparently now we're champions of the world, so I just wanted to give us a shout-out. Yeah, Yeah. no. Congratulations. we, We celebrate on this podcast any trophy. We'll celebrate it, you know? Well...
2: Just while we're on that, I to about any trophy. We're getting off track here, but just want to mention real quick: Cowboys are undefeated for the year so far. But please continue. Absol- no, no, drop that this is a space where we're
0: all just clapping up our teams. I think that I think that's a good thing. It, it was an exciting week in the Premier League as well. And uh, boys, if you haven't gotten into the Premier League, I need to pick a team. Actually, it's a really good time. It to could get be into It could be my next sport. I'm a, currently. I'm just
2: starting on the NHL. So, yeah. uh, actually, the Calgary Flames had a win today. There you uh, go. So did the Boston,
0: Boston Bruins. So. Boston forever. We're, we're, well, Boston teams are getting hot right now. We'll we're, talk we're, about that in the evening. We're a very station. heavy Calgary Flames podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, no,
1: that's actually an official announcement. I've changed teams for the third time in two weeks for that NHL. Because I'm, me and Alex have decided we are we're going to start watching it. Connor's supporting the Flames too. Historically, I was a Penguins fan, but they've been really successful, so it's a bit sort of cringed. Then you were a them. Bruins fan as well? So, yeah, then I became a Bruins fan. And realised I hated the Celtics so much. And I went back to the Penguins, but now I'm firmly a Flames fan. Firm? I'm I'm, firmly. I'm, I'm I've never flames been more hat. firm on
0: anything in my life. So, I mean, we could be watching some Flames games recently, but the Premier League, the, the title race heating up, Manchester City is still ahead. You know they've been they've streaked so far ahead in the league without without playing with a striker. So they had they got rid of their, their striker Sergio Agüero at the end of the season and haven't played with a striker the rest of the season and they're still completely winning. They have so much depth. They bring in so many players. So how
1: did that worked. They just play like heaps of
0: midfielders. False nine, yeah, heaps of midfielders, absolutely. Yeah. But it didn't work last night. Harry Kane, who was going to be the striker replacement, Ooh. this summer. Scored a ninety fifth minute winner. To he from,
2: okay, he's not Aussie, is he? No, no, no. He's he's, he's, he's from not. To, nah, from North so. London.
0: Tottenham, one of Tottenham's only went went through the right. went through the academy ranks. There, ninety fifth minute winner. We
2: watched him
1: that England game at um, the Gold Coast when uh, we all woke up. Yeah, right. And then England showed away that yeah. tournament. Absolutely and then, yeah, look, I think awesome. we were all yelling yeah, so, like Harry Kane Because it was the only name we knew
0: oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to give a special shout out On the pod to an Aussie as well And Poster Coglu
1: Yeah, our awesome yeah He's yeah, had a really, really good
0: stretch really.
2: Dad actually He's got a mate He lives over there And he's a Celtic supporter yeah. He got a text from the other day And he goes Sorry Brennan You're now my second favourite Australian He goes oh, I know. nutcase of Celtic fan. Yeah
0: it, they're playing attractive football. He's got them winning. A, he's he's got them winning games. Top of the league. They've won the Scottish Cup. You know his
1: it, press conferences are the best ever. Like I, it, I, I love mean, how he has, deals with the media. He hates it. Like, no. like he just refuses to talk. And look, Rangers I know have a the most
0: uh, Rangers have a better squad. Yeah. They've got a the Celtic don't have the best squad, but what he what he's done, which has really given an Australian flavour, he's brought a couple of guys over who won the Japanese League with him. Yeah. And he's instilled a really good work rate and culture at the club. And I think that's something that's uniquely Australian that maybe the European football scene doesn't get in there. It's actually making a huge difference. Tell you what I'm
2: very jealous about that European football do well is the atmosphere and the crowds. Yeah. And like the support. And that's what I go back to And so my parents lived over there for a year. And they said, so they lived across the road from... Oh, you might know, Luca. So there's a Celtic and someone else. They lived in... Um, Rangers. Is that what it is? I don't know. There's two teams in the same town. Yeah. In, um, I, can't, I can't even remember now. But so the Celtic, they were a Celtic fan. But there was a pub across the road. They never went to the whole year that like, over there. Yeah. Because they were like the enemy, the Absolutely. Celtic. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. they said you would be like... T- you actually got kicked out of the pub if they nice. found out you're a Celtic fan. I love the culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the is the best thing,
1: right? You I reckon re- there's a few places in Redfern that if they found out you weren't a South fan, they'd yeah. kick you out. What if it's they so found out you were with- a Roosters fan? Well, well, maybe maybe if you're a Penrith fan, you could <laughs> but stay, but Roosters fan, you're I out. don't know, it's
2: 50 50 because you hear that sometimes, and then other times it'll be, you're a footy fan, so you're welcome. Mm. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's much as like know. we hate you, we'll put a <laughs> stick on you, but you're a footy fan, so we like you.
0: The one thing I also think that, that may, is, should be interesting, you know, because it's, it's very, very different in Australia and some other sports, is the role of the manager in European mm-hmm. football. They elevate players so much higher, I think. It, I really get they're it. more valuable. It so what, what's technically It's more than a coach, eh? Yeah, no, no. They Well, no, they, they, they are the coach. It's, just, it, it's usually the name for the coach. But they're more tactical, I think, than any other sport. Like, I, I take Liverpool, for example. Liverpool have, have the manager, Jurgen Klopp. He's got a great system going they, they went back and did a, a track record of all of his forwards have played. Not one has been unsuccessful. Every forward that's played under him has worked. They've got two new forwards now. They're both scoring goals. It's unbelievable. Like, so it's crazy how in different systems and different roles, you know, players become yeah, well, you know, so much better because of the role of manager. How's
1: Martin going? How's Stoke going?
0: I think they could be getting getting back up there, Artie. Could be getting back I'm, up. That's I, huge you know, Like, they're, they're starting to move a little bit better. Sunderland as well, you know, from... Uh, from <laughs> cool on them, but they're, they're starting to get, get their stuff together. But, uh, you know, it's going to be really, really interesting the landscape of European football over the, over the next stretch because Newcastle got bought by yes. significant Saudi backers and they are going to start splashing the cash. So it could be a disruption, like... Chelsea started it with with Roman Abramovich and the spending. It's a
1: weird place for the Saudi to splash their cash, though. And well, that was the so available club. Yeah, that yeah. was the that was the real Just available club. So far from London, there. and stuff. and also
0: it's a huge culture thing. I think Newcastle, yeah. also, thing, I think, Newcastle. Yeah. you know, they have some of the most passionate fans in the world. So yeah, but it's a I wonder how like
1: Newcastle so working class and yeah, um, like it was a coal city, wasn't it? Absolutely, and still now, money. Yeah, yeah, and now it's blood money. Yeah, so. yeah. I think it's they a nice dichotomy. I think they want the
0: team to be relevant. You know. <laughs> I think they're so desperate, you know, for, a, That's for, for very their fair. teams to be a lot better. I would player.
1: not complain if any of the teams I support got bought by the Saudis.
0: Absolutely. It's good. It's crazy. And so speaking of there being some good sport currently, Alex, the NRL trolls are going on. You're desperate oh, yeah. for yeah. being well, back.
2: I'm currently watching one of the games now. <laughs> it's um, just awesome that they are On KO. On KO, K-O. Canada, yeah, yeah. That's what, normally that you get a couple on YouTube and stuff, but you can sort of stream. I don't really ever watch them. Mm. But, like, it's good to actually watch the young players. Watching yeah. some of the Cowboys' good young players. I'm confident we have a future now. Is that an oxymoron? What do you mean? The Cowboys ain't good. Like no, 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 no. We have great young players. No, actually, <laughs> have you, you know remember that big redhead, um, Griffin Neem? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen him. So good. He should be, oh, I don't, he's better, he'll be better than Jordan McLean in a year or two. He was your big signing a couple of years ago, mm. Lane. Like,
1: I remember that. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, now has some, <laughs> some, Alex
2: big really some bad memories at the moment. Uh, some big rangers better. than him. It has been good, and no, the, actually, the quality of football has actually been good too. But at the same time, if you ever use trials as an indication of like, mm. who, don't use it for your tips in week one because they're always like the good teams always lose, and the bad teams always win. Yeah, but I loved seeing the Roosters team that got trotted out like just. Bunch of the kids. I like, barely knew, I reckon I knew three or four of the Cowboys players like, yeah. I'd seen play before. There was like, there was, I don't think there was anyone with over 10 games. Our most experienced was Dejan Arcee, 10 games, which I mm-hmm. don't know why he's not playing NRL. He's so good. It's, especially when we have no good players. I was about to say players. relative to the Cowboys. <laughs> no, he's actually, every time, thing. last time mm-hmm. he played, we've we played 5-8 twice. I only saw the one game, but we reversing Penrith, lost him by six points. This was two years ago. Yeah. And like Cowboys have generally not been great the last two years. I
0: know when I start watching preseason games of any sport, I'm itching for it to be back. I'm yeah, so sad. desperate. Like, I know when I watch NFL preseason, I'm like, oh man, like I, I'm, I need to take a step back because I'm too intensely focused. But it's going to be a really, really good season.
2: I'm excited. I think it actually will be. Yeah. It, I hope there's not too many people that end up like out for a week because mm. that'll be hard how the NRL manage their bubble and stuff again because players will blow up if they put them in a bubble. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how it'll happen, but it will be a good season. I'm and hopefully,
0: okay. there's not too, too many COVID cases contracted because that could put us down in the works for games. And that's yeah, like that's, that's the only thing that worries me. But I think we'll be right. Yeah, hundred percent. Boys, start of the week, Monday, the Super Bowl. A oh, great Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Six. Yes. You know, Can you remember it? I look. I had a bit <laughs> of a crazy Monday. You know. <laughs> It, it, it's a, d- genuinely a different energy, Super Bowl yeah. Monday, because it's like, you probably should be being a, a lot more responsible than what you were on the Monday. I got into Tuesday a little bit scary, but I wanted to talk about the game itself, yeah. you know, and and what we sort of thought about it. I mean, the, it was a lot closer, I think, especially at the start, than what a lot of people predicted. I w- I'm still upset the Bengals didn't
2: win. I just don't like the Rams for no particular reason than just Don't like them well. They started the Bengals started fast, like yeah. they started moving the I ball. I thought they were actually gonna win it. Like, yeah. I, I sort of didn't, I didn't sort of keep up the whole game, but I had the score then. And I re part of it, yeah. And that's what I, mean, I thought. Like, through the score, I'm like, it looks like Bengals were on top, but again, I wasn't watching the game as intently as you would have been. Cooper Cup is nuts.
1: I know yeah. that I, I want to
0: talk about that. He it is so good, he might be the receiver who's. Like, the best guy to get open ever. He just is open every single play. And they double him, they try and chip block him, they try and move him around the formation. The schematics of what the coach McVay does to get him open and to get him into areas. Do you think he deserved Super Bowl MVP? I did, I thought he, okay. was, he was I was best. I Could have sure been Aaron Donald well, as well. I
2: wasn't sure because he had, what, two receipts in the first three quarters. Yeah, and yeah. Then he, and he didn't do anything in the first half of the fourth quarter, but the thing is, they don't win without him. But he yeah. came up but, and made the place. But
0: yeah. no, I, I would even say, like, he kept a lot of those drives alive. Like, yeah. third yeah. down, you saw situationally, you know, he he was getting doubled, so it was, it was hard to get, to I, get him into I, the yeah. Just the fact
1: that he's doubled, there's, I yeah, don't know a exactly. lot about NFL, but... That obviously means there's one less guy on well, someone else. Well, that's what happened with Odell Beckham for this yeah. other game. He
0: was really the X factor, you know. Like, he yeah. caught that touchdown, he was open a lot of the time. It cost me underneath. a bit of money. Yeah, sad to hear that injury. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know it cost you a bit of money, but with the over 63 and a half receiving yards, yeah, I would have been happy. Yeah, 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 he had 54 and a half, I think. And it he looked like there. he was yeah. gonna shit it in. He was-, he was just absolutely ripping up the coverage, you know. It was, um, the Bengals, I think, look. They, they got hosed on a couple of the bad calls. I think the refs, you know, that we talk about that at the end of the fourth quarter, it could have been fourth and eight if they didn't throw that pass interference flag. And then it could have been third and goal from the seven as well, which is where you probably, the Bengals' red zone defense is pretty good all day. You probably go, hey, could they hold up against that? I
2: know nothing about NFL, but their O-line,
0: yeah. could it have been
2: worse? Joe Burrow... Did not have a chance The O-line was awful I
0: couldn't agree more The Bengals need to invest in the O-line significantly in the offseason They should have done it last season In fact, a lot of people are saying they should have drafted an o lineman Over Jamar Chase, as as exceptional as he was, actually Isn't Chase like their best
1: catcher, though? I know, yeah
0: But, again, he was open at the end of plays But just the fact that the O-line couldn't keep Burrow upright, you know Um, I, I think the Bengals were able to move the ball well I think that first play off the break after halftime was was an exceptional yeah. one where Burrow drops back and he hits Higgins over the top. You know that matchup that they had on the corners. Chase was able to actually get the better of Ramsey all day. You know because Ramsey was turned inside and out. You know he never realized whether Chase was going deep or dropping short. You know just the flexibility in those routes were, were excellent. You know it, the Bengals had a lot of opportunities to win that game. Yeah, I they think that's m- what the m- bottom m- line was down to. They got hosed by the refs. But they had a, a couple opportunities, to, particularly the end of the third quarter. If you remember,
1: yeah, I'm no expert, but um, I'll say this with confidence: it, Rams were clearly the better team. I thought, yeah, so I think so. But like I you can talk about the ref calls and stuff, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. If Bengals deserve to win it. The other thing, but is, they, but
0: the Bengals had the opportunities to win it. The Rams yeah. got scared, I think, with their play calling down the stretch.
2: The other thing is, so how many third outs did they have? In a row, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And at the end, end of then, that third quarter? Yeah. yeah. That's the, what I mean. By the way, the like Rams had a lot of third and outs over and over and over again. Absolutely. And then the only one they didn't was that like 73-yard drive they got yeah. to score at the end. Like, that was the last. That would have been the last time they had the ball if they had could have... They got one stop, they win the game. Absolutely. But they couldn't when it mattered. They were yeah. getting stops before that, though. No, as well. Their def-
0: I think the Bengals' defense stood up all day. It was It was literally just situationally. They couldn't establish a run. They missed on a lot of those plays. Aaron Donald came up huge at the end to get that stop. He is maybe the biggest guy that I've ever, ever seen. I was, so I much read power something that he's only,
1: So he's like 300-whatever pounds. He's only 10% fat. Yeah, he can bench like he got 550. 300-something pounds. pounds. So that's like 150
0: kilos, and he's only got 10% body fat. He's he's one of the strongest. And there's rumors now that Matt um, Sean McVay at 36 is going to mm. walk away as Rams coach that's after crazy. that Super Bowl win
2: and go out on top but you would have think you just take the fat paychecks for a bit longer now that you're a Super Bowl now you've got a Super Bowl ring people are paying you more take the cheque I mean it's
0: crazy to think that he's 36 and still yeah. so burnt out and shows like the amount of time and effort that game planning goes into that's crazy but I mean Congrats to the Rams. Donald was excellent. I didn't think Stafford was that good, but he kept them in. it. I think he managed the game It well. He was good when he had to be, though. Absolutely, yeah. At the end, we, I didn't think he was I good. still don't think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. People are saying he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I saw that, but I, isn't this his first ring? That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't get it. He was good in the football
1: in American sports are like pretty easy to get into most of the time. Yeah, like true. That. But that's, that, I don't like that. No, I neither. think if you have a
0: Hall of Fame, it but has to be... But if you've set the precedent, strict,
1: you can't just yeah. stop the precedent. Like, you can't just stop. And that's what a lot of people have yeah. said. They said
0: if Eli Manning gets in the Hall of Fame, and he wasn't traditionally mm. a great quarterback, but he won those Super Bowls over the Patriots, and he was yeah. good when it mattered, you know, should Stafford get in as well. It's going to be a wild yeah. off-season, boys. There's going to be tons of movement. Aaron Rodgers maybe. Russell Wilson maybe, a lot of different coach mm. movements. The draft is going to be crazy this year, and we'll keep you all up to date with that as well. Boys, it's a bit dead in the sport world at the moment with kind of a lull between the um, the season. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry, Alex, you're right. Everyone is glued to their TV sports. Alex,
1: Alex is a huge fan of the two-man luge male <laughs>
2: events. <laughs> Yes.
1: Because of all that. Well,
2: the one man wasn't really advanced enough I didn't no, think. So, so I do think we should a second man. You just, just love two just... men lying, lying on each other. Has anyone... I didn't comment on that half of
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> what is such a fucking weird sport? Has anyone watched <laughs> any <laughs> of the Winter Olympics? Uh, i watched I watched the uh, Aussie Girl on the yeah. skeleton. Oh, really? Okay. There you go, nice. Okay, it's so silver.
2: in terms of like sledding, there's one man luge, two man luge, skeleton, one, one man, man bobsled, bobsled, two man bobsled, four <laughs> man bobsled. <laughs> <laughs why is it not? That well, well a, for the, like, the jump where you do the tricks,
1: they got small jump, yeah. big jump, large jump. And like They might be different it? words,
2: but the exact same event. one
1: sport. It's one sport, but like. I can get so the best, and
2: loose, slash, skeleton. But do we need one man, two man, four man, six man?
1: Well, in this ski jumping one, if you're the best ski jumper, you get three goals. Yeah. Cause you can just do. I guess it's the same for swimming though. Like. Yeah, I guess so. A lot of swimmers come home with a bag full of gold yeah. medals because they're the best free star There's so many events. Like...
0: I guess we solved why the Winter Olympics mm. is yeah. in the way that Okay, we may have gone off on a tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> Go wherever you're going with that. <laughs> I'm, I think the, the Winter Olympics is electric. I think the NBA is more electric right now. Yeah. I think the league is potentially the most exciting it's been for the last two or three years. It's Did always re- fun heard? when
1: your team's winning,
0: Luca. Yeah, I mean, is it, is it fun for you right now? No, I'm not right now. Not right now. It was a week ago. <laughs> okay, okay. It's All-Star weekend. Yes. You know, and uh, I, I don't know about the All-Star game. It's it, it started to feel a little bit gimmicky the last couple of years, but it's it always a, a gimmick, fun gimmick right? Like, that's the yeah, point of it. Yeah, absolutely. You get to see guys show off, you know, guys make dunks. Yeah. You know, different things. The dunk contest today wasn't great. No, I heard it was awful. I didn't yeah. watch it. Obi I Topham. think I didn't know it was on. To be honest, <laughs> maybe Obi Obi yeah, put yeah, more that. effort into um his dunks this year. Oh, definitely versus yeah. the Knicks. Oh, definitely. Yes. And I was I, I was actually thinking about it. what is the most disappointing team this year?
1: Yeah, remember? Knicks easily. Why? But I predicted Knicks would be awful.
0: You think? Ben like everyone the talks Knicks? about how oh so good that...
1: Hawks going from an easy conference finals. Yeah, Hawks probably are. It's if i I don't. Ha- I really do hate the Knicks, so that's why. <laughs> but, <laughs> but
0: no. Why do you think they're that disappointing? Well,
1: like everybody talks about how great their off season was. They got all these guys on these team friendly deals. They're not, like team friendly is in the sense you didn't pay a max for this role player, but it's still an overpay. Like you're paying all these guys, you know, a mid level contract for when you could get a guy on a vet min who's better, almost guaranteed. So they spent all this money, and everyone's like, it's so great. Julius Randle's awesome. You know, their defense is so good. It wasn't just that they got fluky lucky with teams missing three-point shots last year. Like, it's the defense is real. Lo and behold, they're not lucky anymore. Team's shit. Randle's shit. Well, he's been okay in the last week or two, but...
0: I don't think they have enough talent to support. No. I, he's not a one, and I think the Knicks didn't really realize that, or whether they were like, "Hey, we're just going to stack some pieces yeah. to hopefully trade for a disgruntled one." The Knicks need to go out and be aggressive at some oh. point, right? There I don't know. But aggra- they needed to be aggressive for tw- since Patrick Ewing was but there. Being aggressive has sometimes led to bad stuff, like no. the mellow trade and all that sort of stuff. Like that, you know, he mm. was he was good for them, but did it really work out? You know, I, I still think that. They just because they've made bad moves in the past, it shouldn't Mm. preclude them from being just aggressive again. Exactly. I'll put another one in the, in the most disappointing teams the, the Lakers I mean I think oh they're, yeah, no, yeah sure. they were no yeah, one of yeah. like, yeah. the did preseason favourites I know mean, I both had them as the one season in our prediction very yeah. wrong. you know I, I didn't even think necessarily because of Russ. I just thought LeBron and AD mm. would, have, would have a year AD's been quite injury prone which I know Ooh, brings you so big much surprise. big surprise big <laughs> surprise <laughs> do we have any complaints with anyone who's an all-star this year anyone who missed, missed out we sort of thought Wiggins as a starter a bit much I thought so yeah, too as yeah as a starter
1: um Here's one I was thinking about no the other day. Yeah. And I really think Jared Allen deserved it. But I would almost argue that Mobley's been better this year than Allen. And could he be a rookie or stuff? I
0: think potentially you could be on something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think they preclude rookies from selection. That's there. what I think too. So I just went with Allen. But I think he's been. Which more I don't provincial. hate. Yeah. Allen's been
1: deserving of it. No, if you but
0: if you compare the yeah. two, I think it would probably be Mobley. I, I think Jalen Brown missing out was a little bit of good. Yeah. I think B.I. Well.
1: deserved it too. There's no bias well, around these no, two, yeah. but... <laughs> but, um, but, okay, in,
0: in, in the voters' defence with the Pelicans, mm. can a, a team like the Pelicans, w- the 12 seed, DeJounte got in, that's the in, thing. In, in yeah. Devil's yeah. Advocate- I love DeJounte,
2: he's my goat for fantasy every year, in in devil's advocate to that, though, when voting was, like, opening, t- Celtics were 10-seed, can you have two all-stars in a 10-seed?
0: Like, I think... I
2: think Yeah, no, to, no, no. I think he should be there, but... Play no, that's fair advocate.
0: enough. Yeah, 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 no, I like. I see that. The, I was actually listening to the Jason Tatum podcast with J D. Reddick the other day, and I, he made a point that I thought was really significant. Not just for um for All Star, but he said he was annoyed that he didn't make all all the NBA last year because yeah. he had his he had his vote split between guard and forward. I think with the era of positional positional yeah. basketball for all NBA and for All Star, you pick the best guys, yes. regardless of position. I'm I'm starting to I,
1: think. I think maybe. Or even if you turn two of the positions into flex positions, so you have, like, there has to be guard to one guard, one forward, one big picked, and then two whatevers. So even if they wanted to pick two bigs, they could do that for the All-Star. If, like, the two best players in the West are Jokic and AD one year for some reason,
2: uh, that never happened.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, no, but... Like, you would know, You play... and AD have
0: a healthy relationship yeah. from him leaving the Pelicans, But right? they could both be picked,
2: well, like... If not, why isn't it Jason Tatum, all his guard and forward votes, go to one number, and then exactly. say there's tied, you just pick whoever's got more votes and fit him into a position. He, you, he, he, he would have made
0: All-NBA all second team if they'd done that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he misses out on, like, 30 million, the, ex, the, the extra supermax, because mm. so he doesn't make the team. And, like, I, I, I think he was very deserving of that last year. He was It was his best mm-hmm. year. Yeah. We had the trade deadline passed. Uh, Artie and I have a podcast coming out with our thoughts on that very, very soon. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to know, boys, did any team blowing it up get good value for their players? Too early to know, I think, isn't it? I, I, thought, I, I thought, thought the Pacers, I thought the Pacers Spurs did quite well. got some good value. I thought the Spurs were good, you know?
1: Um, yeah, Pacers were alright. Kings, no. Portland, <laughs> no. But they started winning.
2: Pels? But CJ's been good. CJ's been awesome. That, that is interesting. CJ's once, been awesome. Once
1: CJ and BI... Um, mesh because BI's never played with a score, score first guard. Made it
2: all three, already. <laughs> oh, so four. No, three, no. five. We can do Heldon. it with
1: just CJ, BI, and Val. Zone, yeah. That's
2: a bonus, but. I like that now zone, yeah. Zion's just your bonus. Zion
1: bonus, is yeah. the yeah. bonus it, of the Sardinian. It's, it's, nice yeah. yeah. it's a nice little yeah. bonus to have. It's a nice bonus to But we could do it with those three.
0: You're one and four since you acquired CJ. And yeah, the Blazers are like four and right?
1: Yeah. Anthony's on a run. I don't care about that bit, but. Well, because never sure if you
0: want to make the play into him.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. But um, I'm saying that doesn't... That's no... What am I saying? That doesn't have any bearing on how the trade was. Josh Hart looks really good. He does look good. He looks really good for us, ha- too. I'm, I'm happy. That's how we got CJ McCollum, is because Josh Hart's such a good asset. There you go. At Zion. We didn't give, give up... Nothing to get CJ. Yeah, no true. got to
0: give something away to get yeah. something of value. Absolutely. Exactly right. And, and, and fingers crossed the pick isn't... No, so isn't
1: BI's really played. never played with a score-first guard at all, let alone a score-first guard of CJ's level. So it's a bit hard for him to get the mesh, but that'll come very soon. So
0: I'm yeah. not too worried at all. I can see that as well. And speaking of CJ, tried to reach out to Zion when he came to New Orleans. Mm. That yeah. explosive report coming out today. He Arty, might have got the wrong number. That he reached out three different times to Zion and Zion didn't even acknowledge or reply to anything. He, he saw- might have
1: forgot to put the area code in because he's used to call- calling within Portland. So when he was outside of Portland, he just put the number in without putting the area code is what i But Zion's in Portland right now. That's what I mean. So he thought, oh, I, like, because he's lived in Portland before, he just puts the Portland number in. Without the area code. See, makes sense. No region controls. The mental <laughs> gymnastics
0: are required to defend Zion here. All, all jokes aside, it, it is a horrible move.
1: Yeah, it's grim. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Does
0: it, does it influence your view on whose fault the situation is, Pelicans versus Zion, a little bit? Because I think it does for me. Because yeah. I know Zion's got this attitude not only is he away from the team, he's not reporting, he's not talking to Willie Green or David Griffin. Like... A lot more of the blame has to be put on him actually, no, it, with all these recent stuff coming to light. It probably does.
1: Um, I'm just sorta of liking though, avoiding the issue and not <laughs> thinking
2: about it. It's better. It's so it, I like that you say that when you're wearing a Zion jersey
1: right yeah,
0: now. Exactly right. <laughs> it's very healthy. Avoiding yeah, the no, issue and hoping that he'll resign uh, at some point. Did he say you think I, I spoke the
1: C J truth I spoke the C J McCullum trade into truth. I've made it happen put my words in the universe, and the word and the universe prepared me back. So I'm not going to put out the negativity. And I'm only going to receive positive back. Are you so, going to make a
0: bold prediction for Zion? I asked just before, is he going to sign the Max, or is he going to come back? Yeah, Are any of those things going to happen? I still
1: think he might come back, because the other report was that he was in town just before the report about the other foot thing. But it doesn't make sense for him to leave Portland if he wasn't planning to come back. To New Orleans especially. If he went to New York, like, fuck, but... For him to come, the only reason he would come back to New Orleans, it wouldn't be to talk to Griffin. They can do that on the phone. Wouldn't be to talk to... Well, he hasn't talked to Griffin. No, that's what I mean. (laughs) Even if they did talk, they could do that on the phone. The only reason he would fly back to New Orleans is because he's planning to come back. Or he's trying
0: to sell his house.
1: Well, (laughs)
0: yeah. His real estate agent does that. Right, yeah. 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 Maybe he wants to show he them around. Signs of paper, maybe. of papers mm. I don't know. I hope he comes back. I love it the Pelicans. I, yeah. I, I hope for his sake they come back. I hope, the, I hope you guys still make the play-in tournament. It's going to be a, a tough 24-game stretch Speaking down the way. Speaking of playoffs, Luca? Your Boston Celtics. Yeah. They're not only a below 500 team now, above, they're now an above, above 500 yeah. team now. 9-1. and one. Hottest team in the NBA over mm. their last 10. They have the best net rating. They have the best defense since Christmas. Ime Udoku is, best in the league for the whole season yeah Ime Udoku is starting to get, get the team yeah, to yeah he's click. finally clicked he's finally getting it to roll and I love seeing it happen you know e- everyone. there were some worries
1: about Ime just before this stretch
0: yeah I, I never really had that mm-hmm. much doubt in Ime I thought hey he's a smart guy he's going to be able to work it out it was more could we execute his system yeah. and it just seems with time it started to develop and, and going you know however it it like I temper my reaction to this Celtics news because I, I said this to you the other day. The problem with the Celtics is they're not beating any of the East, East top teams in the playoff series.
2: Well, we did just beat Philly
0: by 48. They didn't have Harden. Yeah. They I mean, you go down the be, list. Yeah. Let's, let's look at the top seeds. Rob we didn't man. have Rob. I, I mean, we, we have Rob. <laughs> we, have, we have Derek White. So, I mean, that's going to move the needle. Um, <laughs> are, are, they be, are they beating Miami? Probably not. No. Are, they, are they beating Milwaukee? Probably series. not. Are know. they beating Philadelphia?
1: They're a chance, but no.
0: Are they beating Brooklyn? You Man, don't know. Brooklyn are yes. such an unknown. Yes. Mm, you you think yes yes you think they beat Brooklyn depends. So you, you what think Kyrie I, I, up. I think you think they'll beat Cleveland. I think they'd also beat Cleveland.
1: Kyrie can't play in Boston, can They have the mandate. They well. got the mandate. He can't play. So, so yes, they can't it. play that whole series. Yes. Depends. So how in, just versus KD. I I think Simmons. he can beat Brooklyn.
2: Simmons. But you yeah, have but Simmons like Simmons
1: in the. Playoffs, like, From yeah. what we've seen, that's a non entity. I think that'd be a really close. Series. So, you're versing
2: Katie and Seth Curry in the yeah. playoffs. You, I think Seth Curry, great addition, by the way. I love yeah. Seth Curry,
0: yeah. He's got he's getting better now, he's getting older, which is actually crazy. He's maturing into his game, but yeah, realistically, I, I don't know if they beat Chicago either in a playoffs. Oh, I think you
1: beat Chicago,
0: yeah.
2: Chicago, or another
0: one, they're just an unknown. It depends what team rocks up. That's on the, the thing. day. So, definitively, would you have the Celtics favored in all, all, any of those series apart from Cleveland? Could you make a statement of that? I don't think you can, and that's the problem. I think
2: six seeds our spot for this year. We need I, we need more before
1: we. I think make you're a chance. Like I think you're in the game against any of them for mine, except for, um, Milwaukee and the Heat. Yeah, yeah. they blow you out, but the other teams, you're every you're a chance of beating easily. Like, would I bet on them personally? Maybe not, but do I? Would I count them out? Absolutely not. I think.
0: You've got to be in the fight to win it, right? I mean, yeah. You have to look at it. The Celtics just don't have enough scoring. That's mm. what they needed to address at the deadline. You need Tatum and Brown to score. So what, you the still, what are he's still Adelaide? going for Bradley Beal next year? I mean, I, I I think you have to... The problem is now with the Derek White trade, yeah. you gave away your flexibility. You traded the 6-10 wing with playing the best defense of his career, the best wingspan, knowing that you need wing defenders in the playoffs. You traded that. You traded your other small forward depth... And you traded, essentially, two first-round picks for Derek White. But here's the who, thing, you not... since, since acquired from the Celtics, it's four for 29 from three-point range. That's Russell Westbrook numbers. I want to be consistent. If we're criticising Russell Westbrook and all these bad shooters in the league this year... Derek White's not on 40 million. He's a zero on offense. Derek White wasn't signed to be your star. No, but I'm saying you traded some of your offense for a guy who, who, who can't play in an offensive line. Then you have Smart, who you don't want to take... That many field goals either because his efficiency is not that mm. good, and you have Rob, who do, who on the offensive end is isn't really that's that's not what he does. He's your he's defensive anchor.
1: You only have to score as many points as your team allows, and with those three uh, three top ten defenders in the league, you're not allowing many points. So you're,
0: but I'm I'm saying, is it more reliable to think that you can hold the Miami's, the Milwaukee's, the Philadelphias under ninety in in like four games in a playoff series, or that you can score enough to beat them? You're the only team that has
1: the tools to stop it, to stop a Bam, to stop a Giannis, to stop a Jimmy.
2: You're the only team that has the tools to do that. So, yeah, i need to pretty much saying we are close to being the best team. In the yeah, i so a, a lot more bullish on
0: the on this Derek. I'm just saying, if you, if, can stop you, that's you, only You don't have a, you don't have enough scoring. You don't think that's important. In the playoffs, no, it in is three important, But you only like scoring oh, only, only relevant teams that that like they're acquiring three points. shooting. is only to
1: relative re-score. to how many points y- you let the other team score.
0: But there's not 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 enough playoff series in recent memory where you go holding the team uh, done. There's to not 90. enough Those playoff teams in
1: recent memory where they've had three top ten defenders, and are blowing teams away with their defense.
0: I don't know. I still, I, I, still have a few worries, but you oh, know, geez. It, it, it's interesting. He's trying to sell me on the Celtics, but I, I, maybe no. I've been hurt too many times before. Speak. I still worry about that trade.
2: Speaking of defense. Luca, I know you've got some big calls. I know we we're going to talk about NBA player
0: awards later. Do we want to get into that now? I think we should talk, talk yeah. some NBA player awards. Because at, at the All-Star break, you can sort of map out. You can be like, okay, these guys are the it's front It's weird runners. how late uh, the All-Star break is this
1: year, though. Yeah. I hate it. It's I don't so like it much. either. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You feel like at All-Star break, you still have a big deal. All-Star, All-Star
2: should be like mid-season.
0: It's there's only, only a halfway there's break. There's only there. 23 games left. Yeah, I know.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: That's it's crazy. very bad. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, Drew, we we'll want start with Defensive Player of the Year now? That we're on I
0: Celtics. want to start with MVP. MVP, absolutely. Yeah. So, boys, I think I think the way we'll run this is let's go around. Let's talk about who you have. Who you have as your MVP? Artie, you can start.
1: Okay. Well, it's has changed. Has so. it changed? No, it has changed. Okay. Like two weeks ago, it wasn't Embiid because he was on a he was leading the league in points per game. I was the same. Philly were ago. oh a bit. Philly were on a roll. He was had a ten or twenty game, probably twenty game streak where he was just dominating. He looked
2: very, very good.
1: I, I don't believe this even two weeks ago. Celtics, yeah, I know you don't.
0: Celtics'
2: game changed it a lot for me. Yeah, he did. Massively. Where they had no Rob
1: and well, still got out. It
0: just, it just ex- exposes a lot of the things. Like, Embiid, his production is based on how many free throws he takes. So,
1: yeah, you're exactly right. That's why he's not my MVP anymore. Just, just, so, well, no, but that was happening all season. Yes, but it was working
2: all season until that. So. So just for context, these awards we're picking them as if the season stops tomorrow, correct? Yeah, yeah,
0: okay, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Just for a bit of context, so, for everyone. So if you look at the comparison, mine's Jokic. Is yours Jokic?
1: Mine's Jokic or Giannis.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have both of them ahead of Embiid. By the way, yeah. Giannis is underpublicized. He's still putting up like stats. Like yeah. he's in his prime right now. He's he can blow teams away.
2: I'm going Giannis only on the fact of better record, and that's like purely because the same thing. I'm like Jokic, Giannis, tossing up, but six seed or what,
0: three seed. Well, Jokic has significantly better stats. Let me break down to you because I had the I had the Jokic Embiid debate with, with And Embiid has three points per game more. He's got more blocks and less turnovers, but the significant thing is he's got significantly higher usage, 37%. He's been on a better team. You've seen the plays that Jokic is playing with right now? Like, he has, like, a bunch of secondary They they haven't added Aaron Gordon regularly, let alone like yeah. Jamal Murray and Porter Jr. And, and the rest of that core that they have. Jokic has a better field goal percentage, 58%. Better three-point percentage, 37%. Better effective field goal. More rebounds. Almost double the assists. 7.3 versus 4. More steals per game. Higher assist percentage. Better assist to turnover. More offensive win shares, defensive win shares. Higher win shares in general. Better Raptor. Higher LeBron. Defensive box plus minus. And him and Giannis are competing to have one of the record PERs in NBA history. Like, that's just yeah. incredible for me. Jokic is better this season than what he, what he was last season. He's averaging 26, 14, and 7. Yeah, Unheard of good. numbers. It's very on, good. On a team that, if they didn't have Jokic, they would be out of the play in tournament completely. They're a yeah. playoff team today.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I think Jokic has a very, very strong case.
0: It's um, divinity. I'd
2: be very happy with Jokic. I don't know who I don't I know why. I like Giannis as well. I in yeah. terms of the way he plays. I find, yes, he's got Drew and Middleton, but the, he's still such a team carry. You're telling me Middleton's really that. Middleton's I think overrated. I
1: think he's overrated. Drew's been good. Drew's been good. I can't believe middle... Maybe he's the one we should talk... Of. He shouldn't have been
0: a middle star. Jalen Brown yeah. versus Middleton? Yeah, exactly. I, I'd like to run the numbers. Well, I, I think Drew's that's the regular sort of, thing, isn't it? Yeah. Even on I'm his very own very
1: team, good. like I know they're different positions, but that comes down to the...
0: Yeah, the ...way it's picked again. But yeah, yeah. Drew's you been 10 Drew times better Middleton. than yeah, Middleton. I I think I agree with you there. Jokic has also been defensively a lot better than he has been in previous years. A lot of the advanced metrics say that. So... I oh, I have, I have Jokic, so Arty, Jokic, you have Jokic I think so. Jokic by, Jokic, by, a, by a bit. Jokic, Janis,
2: Jokic slash Janis Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a good
0: race. Oh, like, Giannis isn't publicized to be in it. He should be in it a lot more but than he is. You know
2: what? A lot can still change. Like you think about yeah. it, if Philly go on a fifteen game win streak and then B puts up crazy numbers, all of a sudden he's back up there again. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, that's what I was saying, and like very, very. And like, B's not so out of it. No, no, and that's what I mean. There's no one out of it. Like all of a sudden, if Steph goes on some crazy run again, I think he's dropped back a lot. But
0: you were to mean, talk about Luca the other day. Which well, I that's I was the other worried.
2: thing. Luca, it's very, very left field. But he's averaging like 29.5, yeah. 9.59. 5, Yes, in his, his last 10
1: games, it's like even
2: crazier it'd than that, like it? would be like 40, 10, and 12 or something yeah. in his last 10 games. He's I've just made that up completely, but it would be <laughs> big. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> special.
0: He's really, really, really good. And I think League, I mean,
2: League wants him to win an MVP too. You
0: cannot tell me they don't. No, I know. That's a narrative with Embiid as well. That's mm. a narrative with, with Embiid as well that I, that I sort of feel. Rookie of the year. This is an interesting one, actually. Yeah. I think there's, it's a two-horse race at the moment. You sort of look at it. Or maybe three. Who's your three? I have... I have Evan Mobley, who is my rookie yeah. of the year right yeah. now. No. I've got Josh Giddy also, which I know, Alex, I know you love him, but I'll get to you in a second. And I've Scotty Barnes also in the conversation. I'd have Cade. i has been good. Yeah. But I've got... I, 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 like... I thought well, he was good at the start. But the Raptors have been yeah. really, really good. We're going to talk about that on, on a pod at some point. I'll mm-hmm. deep dive into the Raptors. They've been really, really good and haven't really had all their personnel be great. Gary yeah. Trent Jr. has been a revelation, but mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes has really been the pick that, that's brought them together. What I like so much about Mobley is that. Defensively, he's, you know, one of the best big men we've seen come out of the draft. And, it, like, yeah. just prepped to pro. It's just unbelievable. Uh, he always... His positional awareness is the big thing. Long wings, wingspan, big agility. He's just such mm, a, a hard player on the defensive end.
1: I don't think it is a three-horse race. I think it's Mobley. And I don't yeah, think that's particularly close. I,
0: Do you think Giddy's
2: in there, Alex? Honestly? Or with the heart? Like, the thing with your head, okay. no. I know Mobley should be it. Okay. But... Giddy's putting up some crazy. Yeah. Um, I think you like, can make it. Some argument of the records Giddy. he's breaking oh, are he crazy. No. But like you look at the company he's in, like his recent one, three straight to the doubles. Him, Oscar Robinson. That pretty yeah. crazy company. Yeah. Mobley's the third seed. Fourth that's, seed. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, that's the I think, one at the moment. Three, I think. Third seed. Yeah. He's their most important piece towards winning. Yep. Um, he'd be an all star if it wasn't his rookie year. Yep. He no, is, no, Mobley's
2: definitely it. But I, know. I. I as much as I, I love Giddy, I can't consciously yeah. put him in that conversation. Giddy's making like he's starting to, to with that with Shay out, he's playing better too. But I'm I'm enjoying like the fact either or I just want an Aussie to get more Giddy. Yeah. 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 So that's why I make the case for him. But
0: Giddy's well, the, the curve The curve for Giddy is actually
2: insane. Like,
0: the way, the way
2: he's moved. There's knew. Bogut, Simmons.
1: did Bogut Yeah, I don't know if Bogut will no, here. No. Uh, Simmons did Kyrie, Kyrie
0: You're thinking number one draft picks. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If we count Kyrie, which he was okay. sort of an Australian <laughs> at the time. So we have two. Born in Australia. I
0: mean, hey, if he wants to play yeah. for us, he might not get yeah. past the vaccine. Nah. Here, no, which no, would suck. No, no, no. But Mobley, uh, <laughs> <but laughs> he, he's been really, really talented. And uh, I think, you know... But the curve for Giddy is getting higher He's well, improving quicker. Speaking of, and I don't want to go in
2: depth because this is a rabbit hole and will be a completely different topic. Of those rookies, who's most likely to have the highest like peak across their career? I still think Mobley I still though. think Mobley. Across yeah. their whole career, they're, they'll be the best of every... The rookie. Yeah, I think he'll I be think the best Mo, out of I the class. Yeah, yeah. I I, just, like, I wouldn't rule out Kane, Kane, By the way, but, yeah. has yeah. got a lot going on. Um, yeah. Even like if Jalen Green like properly gets going, like you have some flashes
0: of brilliance still. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
2: here's the thing. I think good draft class.
0: I worry about the I worry about the developmental stuff in Houston as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I I'm,
2: That's, I'm, mean know, I'm not saying like necessarily. No, this is all right. speculation. In 20 years' time, does he end up at the Lakers or? Yeah, I think no, thing way. with what? Giddy, I think he could get just to go
1: back on it. If he got ten more triple doubles post All Star break, I still have Mobley.
0: Yeah, I th- I think that's actually a great. I, way I don't the think eye Giddy's
1: moves. catching up. Like, yeah, he's getting better, but Mobley's that far ahead. Giddy's not. You actually have Giddy going now though. Like clear yeah, second. comfortably, yeah, yeah, probably, probably, yeah, probably yeah. See,
0: probably I, I, I can live with that yeah. second. Absolutely, in a draft class of this quality, yeah to get second, it was really great classes. Yeah, man. it was awesome. Absolutely, six man of the year now is the next award I'm thinking. is there any arguments? Yeah. I mean, he's Not com- comfortably the best. He's taken another. He's taken another leap. He had a bit of a sophomore slump, but yeah. his third year has been really, really good. Yeah, I think he really Six, six man, six yeah, yeah, he's been efficient. He's a better screen and roller now. Yeah. I think he's more physical. He's a better passer. And what I, what I think will be key to Miami in any playoff series is he can run the offense from the one and start to develop that game around the room. Yeah. You know, that'd be interesting. The one thing I, I think with, with um, Hero, and he's going to the, win the award clearly, what does he get paid this off season? That's a tough one. They just made the
1: mistake with Robinson.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's an unmovable contract though. No,
1: but... Um you are not going to get a of, huge return. For no, that. but I'm just saying they're going to be wary about paying. Yeah. These sort of guys, like, even though they're different, but they're still shooters at heart. Like, yeah. are going to be gotta, gotta, wary about gotta, it.
0: Got to keep them... Hero has a lot more to his game, so theoretically, you think does he get paid more? But I'm also looking at it from the perspective of, hey, was Robinson an overpay? So you yeah. maybe think that that's the range that he gets in. Hero's gonna.
1: It's gonna be a tough cookie for him to swallow. If um, tough pill for him to swallow, rather if he gets offered anything less than what Duncan did,
0: though. I know, yeah. That could get an interest. That could be mm. an interesting situation, Miami. I think Pat Riley will work it out, but yeah. that number will be very, very interesting and seeing where, seeing whether that's a valuable contract. Because they've got a lot of big deals on the books. They've got Adebayo, that's mm. a big deal. Lowry, Butler, now with that. Max is going to pay him to like mm. 39. Robinson, and now they're going to have to pay that's her. Good. That that'd, could be a grim contract. That would be an, ex- contract, an expensive been. roster. Yeah, it could be. Well, well, that,
1: who needs his athleticism, too. doesn't shoot.
0: It could, it could <laughs> age badly Especially with a lot of moles On the body as well No, you
1: take it If they can win
0: one right? Absolutely Most improved Artie I think you got luck For this one
1: Yeah um, I think Jar's pretty much Yeah. The guy uh, I think Garland's Got a very good case um, What do you like So
0: much about Jar Jar
1: He's just a winner Like you know He just tries for He does everything Christians Who uh, a, To yeah, where they are now It's Three a cliche team. But that Like he is a winner Their team's not that good Without him, and well, I actually win more without him. But I think that's just good coaching too. <laughs> no, um, they they got a good core. Absolutely, so
0: they found the good. Desmond Bain is it plays great defense I love in the back backcourt that allows that to happen. still. It's
1: absurd where he got drafted at thirty. I know it was really really like everyone said it at the time too.
0: Yeah. Oh, the one thing I, I like about Jar is that his new game is like he can score different ways. His three point shots been excellent. He's starting to shoot thirty eight, thirty-nine percent, which yeah. I mean, you know, is important for an athletic guard where yeah. if the athleticism weighs off you have to be able to win in different ways, especially in playoffs if they go to the box and one defense and you have to start being able to yeah. maneuver around that. He he's a far better shooter. I think he had six of eight when they beat the Lakers, they came back and they they beat yeah. the Lakers in that game in Memphis earlier this year, and that was excellent.
1: Any other People in the conversation I think
0: Garland yeah. is there Garland is uh, good Yeah absolutely But I, I, I think Jar has made that much Of a significant yeah. leap. Yeah Well he like. was
2: great last year But he's He's Well He's in the MVP conversation You could argue Like uh, midway through the season He's dropped out a bit now But The three season he's putting up big numbers So that report, What about the traditional From non-all-star To that's pretty big John yeah. What about the traditional
1: Guy they give um, Most improved to A guy who was Lower down And is now
0: In all-star Darius Garland did he fit that belt? No, Garland was, a bit was just higher, young anyway. Yeah, um look. I I'm, I'm trying to th- I'm I'm trying to think of guys who have made that sort of mm. that, that sort of significant improvement Fred Van that would require. No, Van Vliet was I, already. I think I game. think we knew what especially if you knew the NBA, I think you knew what so, Van Vliet was. I
1: don't think there are particularly any of them. Jared no. Allen. The guy who uh, Yeah. The guy who has, has half a case and I don't like the case, but it, it's Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. yeah, You could say last year he was one of the worst contracts in the league to this year an all-star starter.
0: I still think the contract wasn't that bad because the wing shortage no. problem. So I'm yeah. sort of like, hey, you know. No, yeah, you
1: know? yeah, but that's the narrative, right? That's yeah. the, that's no, the well, media like narrative that. way of it. Absolutely.
0: And like, it could be in the... Co- if Jar wasn't putting up historic numbers and the Grizzlies weren't this good, yeah. we would be having a different conversation. I but it is a
1: media vote and the media love, love Golden State so. Absolutely.
0: Boys, the final award Defensive Player of the Year. And this one I'm really, really, really passionate about. And I know Artie's not going to be happy here. No one anti-Celtics guy. So he's that's not really going a, that's to a enjoy lie. it. But well, I have Marcus Smart as my Defensive Player of the Year. Now, before everyone goes Marcus Smart, he's so far out of the out of the voting. A lot of people don't even have him in the top 10. Here's why Marcus Smart has to be your Defensive Player of the Year. Firstly, I think... It, and I start, start my argument with, under this premise... In the world of advanced metrics, the way the NBA is now, perimeter offenses, it is a lot easier for bigs to play defense now than what it was before. So I think there's more defensive influence. It's much harder to play defense if you're a wing or a guard. That's the, that's the way I've started to look at it. Particularly looking at it from, from this point where it's like in most systems, the mobility is going to be less for these guys. When you're in the paint, your distance of contest is lower and you have a lot more interior help defense coming with the modern NBA system. Would you agree with that? Not entirely because there are still... It takes three guards, right?
1: To, or four perimeter guys, sorry, to use that. So one guy doesn't have the same influence, whereas it's just one big man there to clean up the mistakes. So big men are still way more important than guards, even though it might have declined... I think it's
0: harder to play defense as a wing now than it's ever been.
1: Possibly true, but it's still or you're a, a team of you're in a team of four on the perimeter. That's why it,
0: it's traditionally so. Yeah, but the the interior help is, is gets easier in, in a lot of these systems because you yeah. have a lot bigger fours now.
1: Yeah, I guess you do, but still, the, most fours are still sitting on the perimeter. They're not sitting, you know, trying to defend out that dunker spot like the guy who's sitting in the dunker spot. Yeah. So and
0: then. Sending help when somebody does come in the lane. Yeah. So I think there is a. I think I, I think it, it's it's an it's an it's a borderline argumentative thing, but you yep. can see where it's like certain guards are at a, at a, at a certain like, position. if you
1: put Marcus Smart on a team with three bums in defense, the team defense wouldn't be super high. But if you put, you know, Evan Mobley or Giannis to defend as the big man. On a team with four bums on the perimeter, the team defense with or Gobert is an exact example of that. Team defense. Would I don't still necessarily be agree with
0: that. No, I think oh, I I think it's especially in in different systems. It's it's much harder to find these these on ball defenders than it is to find the, the bigs that can protect mm. the pain. I don't know, man. I well, slightly. L- let me finish. Celtics have the best, the, the best defense. They're trending towards the best defense. Marcus Smart, undoubtedly for me, is the best defensive player on that defense. If you look at the way we, we play a different style of defense, it's, it's a Doka switch everything defense, which means you have Rob outside on the, on, on the perimeter a lot more. You have guys moving in different things. Marcus Smart will always take the hardest defensive assignment. He guards one through five. He is the best defensive player on ball. And so, thinking about the Celtics having the best defense, you have to go back 10 seasons, 10 years ago, to find a defensive player of the year whose team hasn't been top two in team defense. That would be Joaquin Noel with the Knicks in 11-12. So, clearly, if you are an individual player, you need to have a team high in the rankings because of contribution to winning. So, you need to have a team whose defense is their hallmark to be to be a defense player of the year candidate. So, smart, again, meets that criteria. Smart is out of all this, uh, this judgment and all the statistics we've had, the far, by far the best guard and wing in all these metrics. He allows the lowest point in the paint not only for a guard and wing, but out of everyone in the entire league. He's top three in the league in steals. He's third in defensive win shares, second in defensive box plus minus, and third, second in defensive rating. Think that in for a guard slash wing. We know those metrics are weighted towards bigs. He's third in defensive LeBron. He is in the 95th percentile of perimeter three defenders. Opponents versing smart this season shoot 32.6%. That's a bottom five metric. He's 88th in matchup difficulty, 88th in defensive versatility, 95th percentile in pass lane defense. And he's a 91st percentile Mm -hmm. in a rim defender. No other defender this year has that combination of stats. It's, uh, for me, when you look at that resume, I, I don't... I don't see how you can be like, hey, there are other guys with better simple defensive rating matchups. Smart is the most influential defender on the league's best defensive team and has that resume. Yeah, it's a very good case you make. I I, I have
1: Smart in my top three. I still don't know I'd pick as DPO. Maybe it is Smart. Maybe I fully agree. But I can't really... Um, Something I'm really passionate about
0: yeah, I, I, really I, I have I, I, I'm 100% on Marcus Smart His influence is so valuable to the Celtics Alex, defensive player of the year? Truthfully
2: Don't really like I, same thing, I'm i probably not set on one If you'd asked me a couple months ago It was Draymond But then he got injured So it's Absolutely. not him anymore Yep <sighs> Yeah, to, to be honest It's a hard one to pick I think this year Is there a standout? When you say smart Yeah
0: But he's not really a, Is he a standout? Well, I think I think the idea is that it's it's really rare for a garden wing to get it. Nobody has the resume that yeah, he has. No, you know what, Luca? You know, I haven't got one, and either. you've made the case. I Absolutely. can I agree with you. Now, now your, counter, your one counter argument, we'll end on this for the NBA stuff, Artie. Your one counter argument is that Smart has a lot of uh, other good defenders on his team.
1: That, the, my, I got two probably counter arguments. Okay. So that that is one of them. You know, you've got you did have Richardson, who's been an excellent defender this year. Oh.
0: Josh Richards is a knife. Yeah, I know. be <laughs> because he's not on the Celtics
1: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's absurd. You've now got Derek White, who, when you showed me all those metrics the other day, he's he been was ex- right no, there next he's to he's an me. excellent defender, absolutely. So now you've got probably the two best guard defenders in the league yep. this year, metrically. I'd agree. Um, Jalen Brown's excellent defender. Jason
0: Tatum leads the league in defensive winchairs.
1: Yep, and Rob is awesome in defense. Absolutely. But so, I would
0: say part of them being influenced is because Smart's been so good, because he takes all of those matchups.
1: Yeah, no doubt. But also part of Smart being so good is he's getting all of that as well. It's a two-way street. So, and then my other one is, I think a lot of defensive metrics are a bit bullshit. Like, I don't think they really... But Smart passes go, the eye test yeah, as well. Yeah, he does pass the eye test as well. So, But you look if you look at some historical, even from the last two or three years... I didn't bring any today, but there's some pretty shaky characters who are ending up in the highest defensive rating and highest defensive win share and all that, who, when you watch them, are nowhere near a good defender. Fair
0: enough. I hope the NBA voters listen to this. I really need Mark Smart, Defense player of the year. He needs that recognition. We'll tune in again to, to talk about these awards and see... Who actually gets them at the end of the season? we recap whether... If I was voting, I'd vote Herb,
1: though, just on the record. herb has been great.
0: Yeah. Another week has passed. It's been cooking in the pot. Producer Connor is back with his topic of the week. Audience favourite, Connor. Man. What do you have for us
3: today? We've got an interesting one today, as it is always uh, with topic of the week. So this week, boys, it's all about... The bourbon barrel relay. Wow. Now, anyone heard of that? No, no, <laughs> no. I've, I've done
2: a bit of it in my day. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, but I'll let you speak to it. Oh, anyway. Okay. Go take the
3: thunder. You've been to Kentucky often? Oh, quite often. Okay, just go. On, <laughs> go on, <guys>. <laughs> <laughs> He's at well. Kentucky every Friday night. <laughs> I've heard they do good chicken. So. The bourbon barrel relay is sort of what it sounds like. It's a relay of, it's a race of barrels, essentially. Saying, that's weird because normally your top of your weights are nothing like they sound like, like wife carrying, <laughs> you know, nothing like. Extreme nothing. ironing. Yeah. Well, who would have guessed that involves ironing of clothes and you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, materials no, and stuff? No, no. But there you go. So anyway, let's start with the nitty gritty of what happens with bourbon barrel relay. So there are these barrels. They're not. Unfortunately, there's no bourbon in them when the event actually happens. Oh, well, why are we talking about it? Well, do you drink the it's bourbon? The topic of the week. It's topic of the week. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what I want to know. Is there a bourbon drinking contest? Well, I have a, well, the interesting thing is the people that compete in these bourbon barrel relays at the Kentucky World Championships are employees of distilleries themselves. Oh, so I feel like. They've already deleted the bourbon from these <laughs> barrels before the race. So they're filled with water and they end up weighing about 240 kilos. So it's pretty heavy. Well, yeah. A little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a combination. It's a combination, right? Of brute force and finesse. So it's not about you know it's not just about oh push the barrel. It's about you know finessing it. So the way that it works, the barrels enter a rack. They're these two long uh, timber pieces and they go around these uh, 20 by or oh, 18 by 40 foot um, course in a rectangle and they're pretty much like r- uses rails, right and they've got to be pushed onto these rails and rolled along. So there are men's and women's titles for these games as well. So the athlete pushes the battle barrel, f- barrel from behind, trying to keep the barrel on the rack. Now the barrel, you're trying to get it to finish bung side up. So that's like that cork mm. that you know. God, we get to keep on this podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always just... know how to do these sports. <laughs> we need to have a day. We need to have a day where we just try every single one. <laughs> Surely we get.
1: We'll again offer to be commentators for this, but we still haven't heard from Extreme
2: Ironing
3: or or Life Going
2: yet. I think maybe they didn't know, so in case we don't say, (laughs) we're always offering to commentators. Just reach out. Yeah. But yeah.
3: Including this year's. championships. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in Kentucky. Well, Alex, you're there all the time. Yeah, so. I'll be there competing. You so might be I'm competing. Really be able to <laughs> that's all right. We can do a three man commentating and Alex can just <laughs> well, be... I can commentate like in my, my time off. Like we I don't, can... Can... I don't compete. Like I take some breaks. Mm. We could mic you up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, help it camp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So obviously it's the fastest time wins to get through this obstacle. Obviously. Yeah so in this rectangle there are actually positions multiple positions when it comes to um bourbon barrel relay so let's talk about that so we've got the setup let's the setter rolls the barrel to the rick. So, do we know what a rick is? Of course, I do. But for our listeners, explain. I'm just it. checking. It's an extreme sport, so not everyone knows. So, the rick is what you know. The barrel is is set on that holds the barrel, like you see in those ads and stuff. With, mm. You know, they've got the warehouse with ten thousand. So that's what it's. That's what the rick is for anyone that may not know. So the setter rolls the barrel to these ricks, right? Keeping it on the uh, keeping on the rails. Then there's the rick person. The Rick person delivers the second barrel to the setter. Now, their main objective is to roll the barrel down the final rail and then help reposition any other uh, barrels that fall off the rails. So it's, 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 it's not very wide and it's not very like well built, but that's part of the challenge is because if you're not keeping that barrel straight, it's just going to fall off. It's going to roll off. So you need to be... That's the finesse. That's where that comes in. So mm. obviously you're pushing obviously, this yeah. big thing along, but you, you know you, you can't be careless about it. You've got to make sure that it stays um, on the track. So then we've got the got bloke in the corner. So he pushes the barrel to the ricker. He stays in pretty much the same spot, and when it comes off to turn a corner, it's on this big metal sort of grid on the floor, yeah. just so it can turn. So spins it and then puts it back up onto... Um, Onto the next uh, length or width or whatever of, of the course. Then we've got the kicker. The kicker pushes all the remaining barrels to the corner man as quick as possible. And once that's done. You they strike can... me as a corner man. I do? Yeah. I, I sound very against, against it. Bit of a spinner. Oh, he's a kicker. I know he's a kicker. kicker. Connor g-
0: sure. gets a lot of practice being the corner man r- during the podcast recording. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, yeah. pretty good I'm very it.
3: used to this corner, by the way. And you, you strike me as a bit of a Rick person. Um, a big Rick. Yeah, Ooh, big Rick person. But the um, so anyway, the kicker. So this is Alex. I'm guessing mm. what you do in Kentucky. Mm, mm, mm. Um, could part you, of it, part of my role. Okay. Could you um, indulge us further into? No, what no, you know? I couldn't. You don't do it for me. <laughs> okay.
2: it's, I actually have some lot of NDAs around this stuff. Oh, it's the, so high level. Of course. not let oh. me say too much.
3: I see. No, of course. Um, so yeah, once the um, the kicker has. Push all the remaining barrels done. Once that's done, they can then help the rick person with any other fallen barrels. So it's sort of like a process of elimination. There are these 10 barrels, mind you. I should have mentioned that from the start. 10 barrels you've got to get through this whole course. So it's sort of like once each person's done their role, they can sort of help the front or whatever if, mm. if barrels fall off and all that sort of stuff. Actually, I think I've found my uh, key position. That's safety. The safety. The safety position. So the safety just makes sure that the barrel doesn't hit the setup. They're, they're just looking out. I'm a huge safety man. I don't know. I would not trust you. Well. Like if you
1: my safety is in your hands, as the Rick, I would not trust you. I'm not protecting you. <laughs> so I'm here to protect see, the setup. See, that's why
3: he wouldn't be good, because it's all about teamwork and trust. And 100%. Okay. So I'm not protecting. You know as a Rick person, Arthur, you Could should know that I'm not there to protect you. Safety is there for the setter oh okay.
0: Uh, okay no that makes sense so and how now, long how long do these take on it how long well interestingly enough
3: each barrel once they get loaded into the rick at the end you want them to be bung side up because if it's bung side up you get 10 seconds deducted from your total time mm. so you obviously want you know the launch I, I heard alex
0: always goes bung side down just a rumour. How
3: dare you? Well, Alex, does the NDA You think I'd get to the top
1: level? Alex's bump technique is <laughs> poor. Alex has the worst bump technique
3: this side of the Mississippi. Look you don't get to the top taking shortcuts, is all I'm allowed to say. That's fair enough. But that's why some talented teams get times in the negatives. Oh Whoa. Yeah. So it you know, so t- it's about teamwork. So I do this There's whole in less than in ten seconds. According to Wikipedia. Uh, Minus
1: ten seconds. Then that's what I mean. So, like for the one barrel, they did the whole course in less than ten seconds.
3: God, no! All ten barrels. Unbelievable, Alex. Yeah. So then, um, probably the most interesting. I guess they wouldn't really be a position, but there's a coach. Oh. And uh, as you would know, there's a coach that's there on the field, the track. Now they can interact to an extent. They can't do anything physically. They can't help any of that, but they can guide and they can talk and obviously encourage because it's all about yes. moral support. Um, so that's the coach's job. There is a coach that's actually involved. So Alex, as you know, the World Championships are in Kentucky. Yeah, um, yeah uh, where was it again? Uh, the town? Uh,
0: Kentucky.
3: <laughs> no, that's it's Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. Oh. oh. It's an interesting way to say Bardstown, but... No, that, that, um, I couldn't reveal that. I was just playing... I do not want to steal your thunder again. Cause. No, that's okay. That's all right. So the first one, uh, do you remember the first championships, Alex? No, I no. don't. I was... You yeah. weren't alive for it. It was no, 1991. That, why? I don't remember it. Oh, Even though I do
2: have a long family history of this sport. Mm. Really interesting. Yeah, my grandfather was actually there in that first ever championship. Bob? <laughs> yeah. Bob was out there. Yeah. Wow. Right. I
1: didn't think he left... No, Queensland. no there
2: Big barrel rolling. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's
1: clearly retired now. Okay, this is a long time. So ago. They say Bardstown <laughs> well. is the Proserpine of K-
3: um, Kentucky. Well, that's exactly what they say. <laughs> and I think my personal favorite athlete, besides from yourself, uh, is Buck Cheatham. He's Buck Cheatham. Oh, he's, he's a good man. <laughs> that's a top ten <laughs> name. <laughs> he was the defending champ of the. He defended his title in the 2019 uh, men's competition. Uh, so he's, he's personally my favorite athlete when it comes to bourbon barrel race. Wait, so, did they cancel it because of COVID? No, no, no. I haven't heard anything about them canceling for COVID. Um, so who, who is, is Buck the defending still? That's an interesting question. I'll have to follow up on that. From yeah. my, from, from my, you can't say he's not. I can't he's say he's not, but from my grueling it. 30 minutes of research, um, Buck was about as as far as I got, so is he is he a big man buff? Like, he, he didn't seem to really be. I saw an interview, um, where he was talking about the bung and, um, about how it's got a unit that be bung side up. Yeah, um, he, he didn't strike me. He wasn't like a you know, what vicious, position is vicious, he? Massive unit. Um, he strikes me as a corner, as a corner,
1: yeah, so it's not the size. Of the man It's like the finesse of Well the that's man. it yeah, see,
3: so. see now he could have some Like big That's an important unit. message Of course Yeah It's uh That's what we're about here At Agenis only it's, it's Right not, so it's We're, a we're a going to have
0: a barrel rolling team Go and get we, Alex yeah, actually, out of retirement We're not <laughs>
1: commentating this event We're going to uh, I'm, enter. Not, I'm <laughs> <laughs> We're going <laughs> to yeah. enter We should submit a team oh, we're also commentating We should yeah. Reach out But yeah Like that'll be part of it Like we'll go commentate as well yeah, So yeah. they pay for our flights accommodations. A hefty fee, yeah, um, for sometimes you know the, bourbon, yeah. the a, bourbon, a barrel of actual oh. bourbon. Yeah, I think that would be fair. Connor, I it's so.
0: always good insight from you. Topic of the week, I love hearing about it. Let's bring another great one next week. Sounds
1: good. I'm gonna start a petition, like a proper petition, and we need signatures, and like millions, like as many as it takes. Doesn't so it's a pretty important issue and it's very wide reaching. I'd say (laughs) we've discovered. You're
3: right. (laughs) Sorry, Alex has just gone into a. We've
1: discovered from one and a half credible sources that let's round round it up to two. That that half's generous. I'd say we're rounding down to one.
2: (laughs) I think we're rounding to zero. (laughs) Hey,
1: that Facebook post. It's credible Hold on, up. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Hold on. What is going what? on here?
0: <laughs> <What are we laughs> There's no intro. I need no, to no, know. No.
1: <laughs> well, I'm building it up. We found from credible evidence that our local pub, where we go to all the time, the Edinburgh Castle in Kedron, the Eddie. What an establishment. <laughs> what do you want to just
3: pause it for a minute oh, and it's the castle. say some words on the castle? Yeah. So the car, it's it is iconic. I've heard a lot of blasphemy about it over the years, but it's really got that uh, that atmosphere. Know, there's that a direct relationship with how
1: good a pub is and how often your feet stick to the floor. Yes, especially when it's carpet like tiles. <laughs> it might just there's something one little thing sticky. For a carpet to be sticky, a lot of things <laughs> have to happen. Yeah, that's why they put the smokers area as far away as possible. You light one match in that place, the whole thing's going up. Anyway, so our local pub the beautiful lady, we've discovered through credible evidence there's a tunnel underneath it that goes to a cemetery. Underneath the big main road. Gibby Road. So I'm starting a petition. We've looked out, we've scouted out where this tunnel could be. We think we know, but we've asked the staff if we can enter this tunnel and they've given us a resounding no. The, the staff
3: have acknowledged that it exists, by the way. So yes. This
1: isn't
2: a conspiracy. So that's, oh, so, that's our one credible source.
1: So, we've got two. I think that Facebook post was credible the, the Kedron, on and Kedron we Historical have, Foundation. We also have
2: an anonymous figure that was at the pub who told us he's work. on That's it, not trustworthy. But he said he was a Boilermaker that was working as a Sparky. So, I'm not sure that clearly. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to rule that one out. <laughs> anyway, I think
1: our key to this tunnel. Is this petition? Yeah. We need to get signatures. We need the Eddie to know that the people want the agendas only podcast in that tunnel. They won't stop us
3: anymore! <laughs> we will not be held back. We will not be held back. The public are demanding answers. What is in that tunnel? So far we've heard there's got something to do with keg transport or something back in the day, or yeah. and there's a morgue maybe. I mean Maybe actually- it's a it's a what do they have in Paris? Like the... Rats. (laughs) Rats rats.
2: Catacomb. Catacomb. (laughs) That's a catacomb. (laughs) Diseases.
3: Bad Uh, (laughs) (laughs) wealth (laughs) inequality. I've I've got a question. You didn't really narrow it down. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's a good point. I'm sorry.
2: I left that very wide open. Uh, uh, Cheating prime ministers. (laughs) What else? Uh, Anyway. (laughs) 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 I have a question. And look, I don't need you to answer this. I'll answer myself. Is this just a huge game of Chinese whispers and a rumour that's not true at all? No! I, no! I was going to answer myself, but, that, but anyway... <laughs> Sorry, <is> a... <laughs> I was not offended. But no. This tunnel is real. But anyway, we want to see what the strength of the Agenda Zone of the community are. How many signatures can we get on this petition?
3: Artie will make it. Yes. And change I the law. I think walk. once we get to Ten. 12 signatures, <laughs> we are marching through the front gates of the castle. And demanding answers because it's not a question of whether the tunnel exists, right? It exists, but what they're does awfully exists yeah. for, yeah. And it, they were very awfully cagey for nine o'clock on a Friday night when we asked <laughs> them if we could gain access to this place. And
0: also, you hadn't been consuming any alcohol at that point, no, not at all. No. <laughs> we will not be marginalised anymore. They will let us in. I think I speak for the entire podcast in saying we will do a podcast from the Eddie. We're offering to a podcast from the Eddie straight after we've been in the tunnel.
3: No, I'm going to go one further. As producer, I am willing to, audio aside, if we gain access, we have a pod in the tunnel. In the tunnel. Yeah. Boom. Now,
0: if that isn't an incentive for you listeners, I don't know what is. Get us in the tunnel. Start the hashtags, social media. Petition from Artie. Let's so,
2: see where this goes next week. We'll give an update. What's our hashtag? Agendas only in tunnel. <laughs> is that too long? What's <laughs> <there>? <laughs> well, that was <laughs> <that's> the <laughs> worst <laughs> hashtag I've
1: ever heard in my life.
2: Oh, actually, well, you need to there. stop. <laughs> the thoughts there, we're getting the tunnel. Thank <laughs> you all for signing the petition.
0: <laughs> Alright boys, back for another regular segment. One of our favourites, unpopular, bold opinions, things from the world of life, the world of sport or anything we've done recently that we think, hey, it's a big opinion we hold, but some of you listeners may not like it. We want to put the cat amongst the pigeons. Alex, why don't you start us off today, your unpopular opinion from this week. Well, I might just tell a little bit of a story because I'm here for that. I for. The pause, so, the pause is not long enough already
2: Yeah, so as everyone knows the new Spider-Man movie came out, what, a month and a half ago? Hadn't seen it And I've been meaning to go to see it Going over and over again Yesterday, finally found a place I could stream it Watched it yesterday, by the way, loved it Not, not my thing, I, I love the movie But, I'm only thinking And this is probably part of the reason I didn't see it I hate watching movies in the cinemas Like, not hate Yeah, no, I'll go hate Because do I want to drive there for 20 minutes Jeez. drive home for 20 minutes. That's just, so this is 40 minutes. So just bring some maths into this pot. <clears throat> watch 20 minutes of ads. There's an extra hour in my day plus spend 20 bucks on a ticket. Why can't I just watch it at home? Where I'm comfy on the couch, I can put the aircon on, TV's there, I've got my own snacks, and I don't waste for that driving time. It's so much more comfortable. And I also have to sit next to a bunch of randoms, Connor. Okay. Rip in, mate.
1: Okay. <laughs> Rip in Okay. Say so what we're all thinking. The only terrible well.
3: thing I can give you slightly is the fact that you just want to be there without a bunch of like random sitting around you. I get that. i more comfortable in my own home. I, okay. I understand that. Of course you're more comfortable in your own home. Right. <clears throat> your points that you made, first of all, we live about two minutes away from a cinema with reclining leather <laughs> chairs. I okay, can just right?
2: lie down on my couch, so problem solved.
3: Okay. An let's let's okay, hot. let's let's look, let's not go to the nitty-gritty. So the whole point, the cinema is an experience in and of itself, all right? I'm a big advocate for especially big movies like Spider-Man, you know, these things weren't filmed on little crappy things to be watched on a phone or on a on a TV. They were meant to be on a bloody huge screen, lights out, in a huge chair with popcorn in hand, ready to go. Exactly the, right. The experience, right? Some of my favorite, some no, some of my best cinema experiences are with movies that I'm not even the biggest fans of in retrospect. So, big one for me. When Star Wars first came back, The Force Awakens, like a nerd, I was there at 12am. One of my favourite awesome. cinema experiences was watching that with a whole crowd of people that were there to have fun. People were cheering, laughing, having fun. It was a good time. But it's also, that's the way it's meant to be experienced. And I don't mean to sound like a snooty you do, film student, continue. which is fine, but... I've got some boys here that aren't as nerdy into it as me. Can I just quickly rebut before you go to them? Yeah, I will. But okay. I'm just saying, it's not. You know, it's interesting. I didn't realize that you had that agenda for it, which is I didn't interesting. You it we were so broken. <laughs> but well, To me, going to the cinema is also right. You say how it's like. Oh, okay, you know, it's the whole process of like going there and doing it and all that sort of stuff and waiting through ads, blah blah blah. Which also you can time that so that you're there when it starts. Anyway. Oh no! If you're not 15 minutes early, you're late we're a very punctual podcast that's fine that's okay <laughs> fine but that's 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 with you but Going to the cinemas, to an extent, that's that's a thing to do in and of itself. It's not, okay, I'm, what should I watch on Netflix, blah, 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 I'm feeling hungover today. It's like, we're going to the movies today. Like We're going to see the new Spider-Man. We're going to go see the new whatever, June coming out. That's a crazy one to see. Because also, it's about the way that it was made, right? The way they do the audio, as, as the remarkable audio edit, editing goes with this podcast... You know, there are certain environments where if you listen to it in a certain spot, it's going to sound so much better. Watching Dune on a phone with AirPods in is completely different to watching it in a mm. cinema, IMAX surround sound, stereo. So, yeah, Alex, what were you saying? Well, personally, can I say I think you're an idiot? Like, just while well, I'm just that's beyond like what
2: you said. As in general, we've started to send into personal attacks now. <laughs> <laughs> I've clearly
1: ruptured a but
3: nerve. I think you stink. Yep. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. hey. I'll be back. Hey, Wait, wait, wait. wait. All right, sit down. Hey, I know, but you know what I
2: did? You talk about darkness. I closed all the blinds, had the aircon on, made myself a ham and cheese toastie, lied down. It was pretty much the same thing. I didn't have to sit next to the windows. The only thing I'll give you is I get more distracted at home because my phone will be sitting there and I'll pick it up. That's the only thing. But other than that, I'm more comfortable watching a movie at home, so... All Listeners, right. you have your say, leave in the comments and Facebook, but that's that's mine for the week. Oh, well, Arthur, I, I, would you have
1: anything you want uh, to... you nailed it. You yeah. nailed it. Movie snacks! Yes, yeah. movie snacks! Oh, sorry, you're Movie <laughs> theater twisties, popcorn!
2: Popcorn. Pods. Pods. I can buy that and sit at home. Yeah, but you,
0: you can't, can't buy movie theater popcorn.
3: Can you get a lu- absurdly large frozen Coke <laughs> from your fridge, Alex? <laughs> I
0: was slush a egg at home. Oh I mean, used I, it, but absolutely. Unless
3: you've got a sprawling 20 meter bloody 35 mil display, I don't want to
0: hear about it. I'll I'll stay on the movie train with mine with mine this week. I you know, I love the cinema going experience and I saw this in the cinemas, but I didn't really like it. Now I don't know is it just me, you know, getting a bit older and thinking that movies might be now worse than when you know we were a little bit younger. I really did not like the Bond movie. I know a ton of people loved it. I thought like it was excellent. I know I loved the Bond franchise; I've seen every single one. But I just thought this one was but, really. Myth. Was it
2: Remy Malek the villain? I thought he was phenomenal in it. I enjoyed
0: the movie. It, but... There was just there was just a lot of filler. It didn't really feel <laughs> as intense, you yeah. know. Like it just they skimmed over a lot without doing too much. It just like can I ask? You you could see where it was going. It was cliche. We can had. I, also, it's 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 by expectation. The last two Bond movies I felt were the best. Interesting. I, I, was it, it? might have been Christopher Nolan who was the director with no, the the, no. the last two. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. No. But um, whoever directed the last two was the, It was the same director, and then they changed. Mm. And then I I, I don't know. A bit off the a bit off of this one. For context, yeah.
3: <clears throat> was it you that I was talking to that said this was the. So you saw this one, No Time to Die. Yeah. But you hadn't seen the ones before that, Spectre and the others. No, that's Artie. Oh, that's no. Artie. I've anyway, seen you know, single I've one. never
1: seen a single Bond. Yeah.
3: And I w- walked in, I thought all Bonds were just sort of like
1: comfort food movies. Yeah. And I thought it was okay. Yeah, I was, I was the same. I've I was seen, seen Spectre and but, but but the other But for a ones.
0: franchise that's meant to be great, Artie, it didn't give you like, you hadn't seen any, but it didn't give you like, you wouldn't go and watch a bunch of Bond movies coming out of the cinema just after watching that one. You wouldn't go home and be like, "I have yeah, to watch them. Yeah, so, so that's what Bond should be, Connor. Right?
3: I agree. I'm I'm flipped in the sense that you think Spectre was really good and Great. this one let down. Yeah. I'm completely opposite. I saw Spectre when it came out a couple of years ago, and I, I hadn't seen the other Bonds for a little bit, but I sort of knew where the, the whole train was going. But I thought Spectre was very mediocre, average, really? and this one, I I didn't think this one was amazing by any chance. I'd give it a solid seven, so yeah. to say. Um,
0: I, I, I still enjoyed it but I thought the cinematics were nice which maybe you as a film guy liked it a bit more yeah, the but I just, really it, good. Just, it didn't really do it for me like I prefer the storyline plotline guy
3: thoughts on Bond dying? no, no Bond has you, ever died you before could see it, spoiler you, you, alert by you, the you way you haven't seen it, it. <laughs> well, you, could see, you could see it coming I so cliched! I hated it I get they had to phase him out but it felt yeah, like yeah, a bad exactly
0: thing. so yeah I don't know I'm so off the, the, the Bond movie it right. just did, didn't really do so it so you're me. not
3: happy to learn that James Bond is returning? I, oh, now this is
0: good I, whatever they do with the next one's going to be really really interesting mm, yeah. absolutely Artie yours for this week you're on uh, Um, I think
1: that music artists especially pre the whole Spotify but especially in the 70s and early 80s I don't think any of them I think it would have been 10, maybe 10% of them would have thrived if if they had the same situations as today artists Really, and yeah, can you so, elaborate? So, okay. elaborate. <laughs> yeah. So I think <laughs> yeah. becoming famous as a musician is five to ten percent talent, ninety-five to ninety percent like marketing, yeah, marketing and advertising. Yep. There yeah. There are a bunch of Australian indie musicians who are just as talented, if not more so, than the big acts around today, but they don't get the money marketing, which is fair enough. That's the, the way the cookie crumbles. So. Everybody talks about these mega groups of the seventies and the eighties and talent and how talented they were. Oh my god, they're so amazing, they can sing, they can do this, but they're not that much more talent they're not really that talented compared to people today or people other people who have been famous. They're not really that good. Like everyone goes, Abba, they're so, you know, insane. I've, I've already done ABA. I've <laughs> already done ABBA. Or like you know, the only guy I genuinely think is insanely talented from then, and I do not even like his music that much. Would be Bowie, but like other like Rolling Stones, they're like oh so talented. Springsteen, you, Springsteen, too. you, Hendrix, you Brian May, Queen, Oasis. Hendrix is pretty cool. Oasis is <laughs> Hendrix is pretty talented. Yeah, they're lovely of you, but like <laughs> there would be guitarists around who can play more chords more than Hendrix, like. You just aren't as famous. But talent is subjective though. So it's like, exactly. It it
0: doesn't matter if you're a more talented musician, it's about the piece that you produce. The other thing
2: is, your perspective of talent is guided by your type of music you like too. Mm.
1: Exactly right. And that's why the second part of this, like, it is the best time to like music right now, by far. Like, everybody can like the individual music. My playlist has like 600 songs in it. Back in the 20, even 10 years ago, your playlist would be whatever you could burn onto a CD. Well, that's just music's more accessible. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. And that goes into it. So okay. now talent is more important. So because... you're just saying you like
0: streaming services? No, yeah. No, no. what's, what's, what's You like Spotify? No, I'm saying talent
1: in music's becoming more important than it was. Because it used to be just marketing who ever got on radio. I would say the other way around, I would now, say the other way around as well. No, it's all social no. media. It's like now know. people are finding their own bands on streaming services and that's who they listen to. I think it's more important now, it's now because more there's now. more saturation on social media. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to stand out from the crowd. Exactly. Right. You, you, you stand you out from was, like,
2: once making upon the music used, now. Once upon a time you used to stand out based on your talent. No. Once upon a time you
1: stood out because you actually got on radio. Now everybody's on radio because everyone's on Spotify.
0: Like that version of but still the people marketed highly are more marketed than, than the high yeah, access. agree. The, the, the right
2: top end it's the same
0: well, but the
1: still
2: Ed Sheeran could come out and create something garbage and he's going yeah, like, to yeah. sell a million so the top records still the same he's a million records yeah probably it might be worse yeah.
1: but in general talent's becoming more important in the music is that purely because, because it, it, of things like Spotify? I think so.
3: I think it is purely because of Spotify. Because you probably acknowledge that how there's all this like talent nowadays. Yeah. Obviously, that talent existed back then. They just had no way to yeah. But if you yeah, of course. But if you spent ten years or like
1: back in the eighties, if you spent ten years only playing at pubs, never getting any radio play, you couldn't last. Like you wouldn't last. But now, the people who would never get on to Nova, never get on to B one hundred five or Triple M, who are making
3: enough money that they are full time musicians. But I'd argue, and they can sell out River Stage or sell out. I'd argue a lot of the bands that did become famous did. Well, of course they did. They all started in the pubs as well. Yeah, they did. But yeah, I'm saying and it's easier they to were, find them now.
1: They were lucky enough to get onto radio, but you can be big enough now without getting on radio from talent.
0: Yeah, well, it's interesting. You're saying there's more more ways to consume music. That's essentially your argument.
1: No, I'm saying, but talent is more important now than it was back in the day. Yes,
3: finding something to stand out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: rather than just being good at playing a couple. I don't know how that's unpopular.
3: Oh, I'm just saying, the
1: unpopular bit is that people from the 70s aren't that talented. Ah, okay.
0: Yeah. Boys, Hall of Fame. Uh, Artie, why don't you re explain for some new listeners what the Hall of Fame is? Yeah,
1: so every week um, we each nominate something, someone. Um, an idea, story, whatever we want, into the illustrious Agendas Only, pardon me, sorry, Agendas Only Hall of Fame. Um, so, you know, we've had past winners. Um, well, actually, that's what we need w- to reach out. Worcestershire Sauce is in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, probably our first... Well, that was our first winner. Yeah. Um, um, Lisa. Yeah, so it's a really important <laughs> Hall of Fame to get into. Um, like, people Lustrous. will talk about this, like, you know... If the sad day comes where Michael Neeson dies, I expect at his funeral the first thing to be said well, is that he's in the agenda's only. Hall of Fame. I also think
2: the agenda's only Hall of Fame transcript is similar to like a mummy or a hieroglyph in in the yeah. context of history. Absolutely.
1: So we each nominate someone, we'll put or something, and we'll put it up on Facebook. Get our fans to vote on what gets inducted.
2: So Alex, you want to lead us off again? I really do. I really do. You really do. Oh. Yeah, um, well, I Alex even, has got a glint in his eye This is going to be good This one I've had in my mind all week um, Because I have been eating it all week Went to Woolies Went to the deli What did I buy? Some Cheerios And oh. can I just No, oh. you are not allowed to <laughs> The way
1: you eat Cheerios You are not allowed to Can I just clarify? I've seen this man De-skin a Cheerio Then
2: eat it from the middle You're not <laughs> allowed to
1: you putting Cheerios
2: Can I just clarify? I, I'm not talking about cocktail frankfurts. I'm talking about Cheerios And not the no. cereal If you it, that's, If I should put that My own opinion If you say cocktail frankfurts, Did we talk about this ages. last week? On no, the no blog? You mentioned it So yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> no, no, went oh, right. so Off the back yeah. the back of that I went and bought Cheerios okay, yeah. And then Had been eating them all week no, and, But you are not allowed to Oh, they're the best I, I have, think we could veto this Like as, You hate
1: Cheerios the way the things you do to cheerios, no, both ways. Only, that skin. can only come from a
2: place of hate. That can't come from a place of love. That's a place of hate. Skin, de skin cooked, uncooked, doesn't matter. That unreal. It's time for you to salt, remove hate from your we'll, life. We'll,
0: we'll keep it in there. We'll keep it in there, Connor. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: <Right>? No, <laughs> I need some time to recover. From what I all right, it. all right, I'll go, boys. It's it, one of life's uh, simpler pleasures is enjoying a beverage, and after Grimm's Super Bowl Monday, I wanted to go non-alcoholic for the rest of my week. Oh. I was, it was kind of easing up, and then I had a 21st last night, <laughs> and, you know, obviously got back on the wagon. But I even have a prop here, boys. Drinks in glass bottles yes. is my Hall of Fame this week. Yeah. They taste like at least 20% better. Glass, glass bottle Coca-Cola.
2: Soft drinks specifically, or any drink. soft drinks specifically, but water, any,
0: any yeah. drink, even water in a glass bottle, you just yeah. have it. You're like, even a beer, so much better. Could even be a beer. Well, well, that no, is the tap- reason beers aren't in plastic bottles, exactly, exactly. On tap, still the best way to enjoy a beer. But and I'm talking non-alcoholic because <laughs> trying to be less scary in- during the week. <laughs> but drinks in glass bottles, it's the mm. best. I, I have this Coke in a glass bottle here, and, and it was a really, really good drink. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, and that is yeah. my Hall of Fame this week, Artie.
1: Um, I had a pretty cool Uber driver last night, so I oh, just thought I'd put him in there. Absolutely. His name was Anana. He was Italian. Oh, wow. Um, not much to elaborate on. Do you have any good, <laughs> Do you have any good stories? Uh, he's got a young kid. Oh, um, Talked about that. He started going the wrong way, but then he realised the right way to go, and he got back on track.
0: That's a life lesson for us all. Yeah,
1: exactly. Sometimes in life, you take the wrong path. You, you think that you need to head into the city when Chermside's away from the city. <laughs> <and Crow laughs> that is happens. Ours. That happens. And then you get back on track and you talk about your young kid and it, it was a great ride. It was like, he was a very pleasant dude. Five Not stars. Not even big facetious. Yeah, five stars. I and hope you tipped him. Very good guy. No, I don't tip. I look like we're in Come on, show some respect. Give us yours.
0: Hall of Fame. All Hall of Fame. I don't know. Um,
3: I reckon uh, it could be just almost too easy, but... Thongs? Oh, great pick. Wow. I did try to great nominate my own One of any,
2: any specific brand or type of thongs? Not
1: really. I mean, you can't really go past Javi's, yeah. but... Do you I'm- want... You can nominate your own specific
3: thongs... I have some. Well, here's the thing. Oh, I have had some like, bring up heartbreak. For car, I have thanks. had some grim thongs in my time. Yeah, you used to get the cheapies. We bust pluggers, Did and I still do. do get the cheapies, mind you. Uh, don't worry. No, no see, I got no, no thongs. No, thong's no, not one well, thing. Hold on, my hall of fame. Sorry, see, they're, they're versatile, right? Yeah. Spend a hundred bucks, spend hundred cents. I think a hundred bucks too much it. for thongs. That might be excessive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe I'll draw a line. But you could. Okay, let's draw it at like I don't know, fifty bucks. Or you could get one for three dollars as. Figure A we have right here from Kmart. They're versatile. You can wear them in summer and winter. You can wear them around the house. You can wear them outdoors. And guess what? They're really easy to get into. Were you a thong at uni, man? Like wearing thongs at uni? Uh, yes, I was. to an ex- Yes, it was. yes. Yeah, I was. Massively. The only thing was I we, we couldn't get into the studio unless we had closed-in feet. Uh, and I think they were just discriminating personally. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think thongs are... Like, you don't... Does there need to be much explanation? No. I feel like you could have said thongs and not said another word. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what would
0: have been happy with it. Excellent nomination, Connor. I still
1: don't know where these fifty dollars thongs are being
2: bought. One hundred. Uh, have
1: you 100. been to City Beach?
2: Yeah, 20, 20. 20. Happy's at 35 That's top range I'm 35 yeah. now Yeah But In they inflation. have a One's a killer They have a one year warranty though So Oh uh, true Okay mm-hmm. I'm
3: gonna do some homework And for next week I'm finding $100 thongs And
0: proving your wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey we could put that Out some podcast merch yes. <laughs> $100 thongs You know If that's the first Agenda's only merch Let us know on our Facebook page You want $100 thongs We could find a way Absolutely Boys, great episode this week, a bit of a longer one. We appreciate you if you're still listening. You know, big dive into the NBA, all things happening in the Super Bowl, NRL coming back soon. It sounds like it's going to be an absolutely great stretch of sport, and we'll be here to bring you all the best.
3: Thanks for listening. This has been Agendas Only. See weekly episodes on Spotify.